might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. That's a philosophy that says 85% of the people on the planet are followers. 10% of the people on the planet are creators or leaders. And 5% of the people are observers. So when you got 85% of the people who are willing to follow, the 10% who are able to create something are going to capitalize off of that. And the 5% are usually the ones who are assassinated or shunned or um, discredited because they can see everything that's going on. And they would ruin it all for the 10%. So the reason why it's so easy to do that is because people are willing to be led. I mean, it's just, in my experience, the way life works. You know, you just follow your heart, you know, and it doesn't matter what people think you should be doing. or You follow your heart right from the start. Nothing should be able to infiltrate that. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. Man, I wish. I wish I could tweet like Michael Caine. Bruv, this fucking guy is having a ball on Twitter. Michael Caine is having fun on Twitter. Bruv, what the fuck? Fam, who has fun on Twitter? Who? Bruv, I have never had fun on Twitter. Every time I click on that fucking Twitter app icon, bruv, I get stressed. Okay? I get anxiety. I lose a piece of myself. Every single time I log on to Twitter, I lose my mind a little bit. Because, because Twitter is stress-inducing. Twitter is mental illness-inducing. Bruv, hey, who has fun on Twitter? Huh? Who? Evidently, Michael Caine is having fun on Twitter. He's the only person who has fun on Twitter. He's the only one. This nigga is out there tweeting. Tweeting shit like, hello. He's out there tweeting words like, hello. Bruh, hey, how ignorant is this fucking guy? He's out here tweeting words like hello 
in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Number one. Number two, there's a war going on outside. Niggas ain't safe from. Yo, what the fuck? Bro, this nigga tweeted the word hello while kids are dying in Odessa. He tweeted hello while motherfuckers are being slaughtered in Ethiopia. The fuck is going on? Huh? This nigga, this nigga is having fun on Twitter. Bruv, I can't believe this shit. Unbe-fucking-leavable. Michael Caine is having fun on Twitter. Bruv, yo, yo, he recently tweeted out the following, and I quote, Good night, my sweet ones. Bruh, yo, listen, I wish, I wish that my flesh and blood housed the level of ignorance that this fucking guy has. This is, this is incredible. This is, bruh, what the fuck? Hey, good night, my sweet ones. And bruv, he tweeted this shit a couple of days ago. Bruh, hey, the fuck is going on? Who has fun on Twitter? Michael Caine is 89 years old. He was born in 1933. <laughs> so you know what that means, right? This fucking guy witnessed Adolf Hitler's wrath. He witnessed the Third Reich. This nigga lived through World War II. So you know what, bruv? I'd like to take this moment to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sir Michael Caine. You deserve to have fun. I guess, I guess that's the fucking formula, right? That's the formula of having fun on Twitter. Bruv, if you want to have fun on Twitter, bruh, you must have witnessed World War II. That's the only way. If a person was to enjoy Twitter, he or she must have witnessed the Holocaust. Fact, that's the only way to have fun on Twitter. This fucking guy is out here tweeting out words like hello. <laughs> hey, bruh, when I saw that, I was like, bruh, how out of touch is this fucking guy? Huh? How out of touch is Michael Caine? And then I found out that Michael Caine witnessed World War II. He was there. Right? He was there. He was born in 1933. So this fucking guy lived through World War Two. Right? He lived through it. So, bruv, he deserves to tweet out the word, hello. Butt naked in the woods, nigga. We gonna <laughs> run. I was butt naked in the woods. We running from this group home. They have your motherfucking grand with them. And Spanish motherfuckers, too. We on the road, butt naked. Got cars out. Motherfucking lights. We on the road, butt naked. Running from grand with them. Jada Kiss mom's up there. She worked up there. She like, why, why you always in trouble? I'm running for the police. We, we running for the police. We in the motherfucking woods. I swear to God, nigga. On my dead grandmother, nigga. With a mommy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Millie. Michael Kane earned the fun he's having. He earned it. This motherfucker has seen a lot. Bruh, he saw World War II live. 
This fucking guy is European. He's British, right? He's British. He's fucking British. But hey, he witnessed Hitler's wrath live. He felt Hitler's power, Hitler's evil live. He was there, Philippe, Philippe. This fucking guy was there. So he deserves to have fun on Twitter. However, you and I, you and I, sir, you and I, ma'am, we, we don't deserve shit. We are millennials. <laughs> right? And some of us, some of us are Gen Zers. Bruv, we don't deserve shit. All facts. We don't deserve nothing. All we deserve, all we deserve is suffering. All we deserve is depression. All we deserve is suicidal thoughts. That's all we got. That's all we got. Bruv, the New York Times is running a series about Generation Z depression. <laughs> bruh, bruh, I thought, I thought that Gen Z was gonna have a good life, right? I thought the media sold the idea that Generation Z is gonna be much more well off than millennials. That's All right. of this shit is a colonial hangover. All of their mathematics is similar. Your mind is a part of your body and your spirit yes, as well. Is. And you got you got to check up and check in. In American life, so many relationships are transactional. Like you give me this and I give you that. The way that we socialize sometimes is not around like um, actual human connections. At this point, in my life, I'm looking to be as as good as a friend as I can to my friends and loved ones. It's a lot of us that have a lot of love and respect and admiration for each other that we never talk. And I don't know what, the, I, I I got a lot of different reasons with what that may be a function is, like, you know, colonial hangover or whatever. Kindness is a form of intelligence and brilliance. It's black, it's white, it's money, it's all unequal. The adjectives can never be nouns. We are the people. I thought that Generation Z was on the right path. I thought that Generation Z was on the path to prosperity. I thought that these kids figured it out. Right? But evidently, I thought wrong. So please, NYT, enlighten me. What the fuck is going on with Generation Z? The fuck is handing in, bruv? I'm lost in the sauce. I thought that these kids weren't gonna be as depressed as my cohort, right? I thought that these kids had it all figured out, right? I thought that these kids were gonna change the world. But evidently, I thought wrong. The media sold me a dream. <laughs> that hey hey studies show that generation z is gonna do better <laughs> they're gonna be better than the millennials right generation y niggas niggas have been shitting 
on Generation Y. Huh. For years now. Right? It's been a fucking decade of motherfuckers shitting on millennials. Right? You got these Gen Z digger lines walling on TikTok calling Generation Y <laughs> baby boomers. According to Generation Z, a nigga like me is out of style, right? My whole swag is passe. My lingo is out of date, out of fashion, right? I should be put out to pasture. I'm old news. I'm not cool anymore. I went from being the youngest to now being one of the fucking goldie oldies. I'm a boomer in their eyes, right? Millennials are boomers in the eyes of Generation Zers. <laughs> right? Even though, even though a nigga like me is still 29 years old. Bruv, I'm only turning 30 in May. Right? I'm only turning 30 in May. So, bruv, I got a question to all of you fucking little digger lines. Running around, wilding, calling millennials, baby boomers. I got a question. Why does it seem as if I got my shit together and you niggas don't? Why does it seem as if Generation Y, right? As unorganized as we are. Why does it seem that still Generation Y <laughs> tap dances all over your swag? 
I thought you niggas were the future. What happened to that? <laughs> I thought you niggas figured the world out. What happened to that? I thought you niggas understand or understood how the world works. <laughs> I thought. But evidently, I thought wrong. So hello, Generation Z. <laughs> to quote Michael Caine, hello. <laughs> how does it feel to finally meet reality? Hello. Welcome to reality. Hello. Welcome to aging. Hello. Hello. Right? And that's not me saying hello. No, the real world is speaking through me. I'm just a fucking conduit. The, the fucking real world is speaking through me. I'm just a messenger. Reality is talking through me. Reality is waving its fucking hands at you, motherfuckers. Hello! Hi! Hello! Niggas! Niggas have been judging millennials for years. For ten years straight, niggas have been judging millennials. Right? Niggas have been mocking our depression. Niggas have been mocking our anxiety, right? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Generation Z, how does it feel to be depressed? How does it feel to be anxious? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Life ain't sweet. And I've been preaching this shit. Life ain't sweet. I tried to warn these little kids. I try. Hey, bruv. I've been telling these little kids. That hey. The real world. Ain't dull sunshine. And rainbows. The real world, bruv. Yo. In the real world. Shit gets real. Shit gets realer than real. Hence the real world. Is called. The real world. Shit gets realer than real. You start losing money. You start losing friends. Family members start judging you. Niggas start looking at you funny. It gets realer than real. Now look. After talking all that shit on TikTok. After talking all of that shit on TikTok. Making a mockery. Of millennials. After talking all of that shit. You niggas. Are depressed too. You niggas. Are battling depression. Just like the motherfuckers. You niggas were dissing. A couple of months ago. You're showing me. You're showing me. How unserious you are. Hello. Hi, hey, hello, hello, that's stress waving its hand in your face, Generation Z.
Hello? Hi. Is anybody home? Hello? That's depression waving its hand in your direction. Can you see it? Hello? Hi. Hi. That's financial insecurity waving its hand in your direction frantically. Hello, Generation Z. Hello. Philippe, <laughs> depression is here. Philippe, reality is here. Hello. You niggas, you niggas think life is a fucking joke. You niggas, you niggas, because of fucking technology, technology that we built. By the way, technology that millennials built, FYI, because of technology, you niggas think your life or your lives are gonna be easy. You niggas, you niggas legit think that your fucking lives are gonna be simple? Huh? Of course I fucked up. Who never fuck up hands in the air? No hands. Still I can't believe it. You know what I mean? I was young, what you expect from me? It is what it is. But I keep going, no. More like a rolling stone, cause I have no stopping time. Can nobody stop? You niggas, what the fuck? You niggas legit believe that your fucking lives are gonna be better than our lives? My nigga. <laughs> My nigga, the future that you motherfuckers are excited about was built by us. The future that you niggas are yapping about was built by us. And bruv, guess what? We are still building it. How about that? We are still building it. So you niggas... The fucking audacity for you niggas to think that your lives are gonna be better than our lives when we created the platforms that you niggas be yapping on. When we created the platforms that you motherfuckers are going viral on. The audacity. The audacity. Bruv, yo, yo, Generation Z. Buckle the fuck up! Buckle the fuck up! Because, bruv, where the world is going, technology is not gonna help you. Buckle the fuck up, my nigga! Listen, if I were you, I was gonna arm myself with information. I was gonna read a couple of books. Legit. All fucking facts. I was gonna try to reconnect with Gaia. Legit. Do better! Generation Z, do better. Buckle the fuck up! If you want to talk to me, talk to me direct. Don't go through the corners. Listen, and listen to me carefully. There's no fucking way on this here fucking planet, in this here fucking economy, in this here fucking political landscape, there's no fucking way that Generation Z 
is going to have a better life than millennials. No fucking way. <laughs> Gen Z, stop buying these fucking dreams that these motherfuckers are paddling. Smarten the fuck up. Study history. There's no fucking way that your fucking lives are going to be better than our lives. There's no way. Study history. <laughs> you niggas think life is a fucking joke. Study humanity. And what you'll learn is that people aren't funny. People are mean. People are evil. People are selfish. People are greedy. People are power hungry. People are treasonous. People are murderous. People are bloodthirsty. Look around you, my nigga. There's nothing sweet in the hood. Look around you, my nigga. <laughs> There's nothing fun nor funny in these fucking streets. However, I'm gonna always find a way to make you laugh. Because I'm a fucking comedic genius. It is what it is. I'm gifted. Gifiwe, man. Ah, man. Huh? I'm fucking gifted. I'm different. I'm an animal. I'm an animal. It is what it is. I'm a fucking renaissance man. Me, Maui Mao, God of the game. Dis what it is. But I fucking digress. Niggas are coughing up a storm in the hood. COVID cases are ticking up again. Hey, COVID-19 cases are going up again. <laughs> Philippe, it's here. Bruv, hey, just when you niggas forgot about COVID-19, the fifth wave of COVID-19 pulled up on some hello. Hi, I'm still a thing. Hey, hello. <laughs> I see you niggas having fun. But I'm still here. In case you niggas forgot about me. I'm still here. Hello. Hi. Le Zhuang fella. Huh? I'm Hey, I'm here. I'm back like I never laughed. And guess what, bitches? I never laughed. I never laughed. So, hello. Hi! Huh? man! how are you niggas? Are you niggas okay? Huh? I'm still here! I'm still here, dog! Shout out to Drake, who still wants to fuck 22 year old Uncle Waffles. Dish, wah, it dish creepy, right? Hello! Right? Hello! Mzanti! Hello, South Ah. Hello. I'm still here. Right? South Africa is now ensnared in the fifth wave of COVID-19. COVID is still out here. Niggas are fucked up in the hood. Dear Gen Z, look around you. <laughs>
Our leaders are farmers. Look around you. These niggas have Ankole cows. Look around you. Our fucking president is a vow-making machine. Bruh, this fucking guy be vowing <laughs> all day, every day. Our president be out here just, just vowing every day. Like, bruh, this nigga makes a vow a day. All fucking facts. And bruh, hey, don't get me wrong. I fuck with niggas who make vows. Legit, bruh, hey, you gotta trust a vow-making nigga. We're gonna win with every single facet. We're gonna win so much, you may even get tired of winning. And you'll say, please, please, it's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Mr. President, it's too much. And I'll say, no, it isn't. We have to keep winning. We have to win more. We're gonna win more. If a nigga pulls up and says, I vow to do XYZ, bruv, best believe that that nigga is gonna deliver. All fucking facts. Bruv, yo, vow makers are honest. Vow making niggas don't lie. Vow-making niggas don't cheat, including the vow-making nigga who's allegedly fucking Mithali. Bruh, hey, allegedly this fucking married vow-maker is how you hooking up with South Africa's alleged whore. Bruh, hey, Mithali allegedly is sucking off a vow-maker. Now, bruv, if this fucking vow-maker pulls up and says, hey, I made vows to my wife. I made vows to my beautiful fucking wife. Right? Who has too much makeup? To my wife who evidently lives in a Sephora pit. Hey, I made a vow to my wife that I'll be loyal. I'll be real. I'm going to hold her down. Bruh, hey, I didn't cheat on my wife. Bruh, if this vow maker pulled up and said that he didn't cheat on his wife, if he pulls up and says, hey, that nigga you niggas saw on that fucking video in the nightclub, hey, that wasn't me. <laughs> right? If this vow maker pulls up and says, hey, hey, that nigga y'all niggas saw on those pictures chilling with Mithali allegedly. Listen, that's not me. If he pulls up and says that, bruh, hey, you are gonna have to take his fucking word for it because vow makers don't lie. Right? Vow makers are honest. Vow makers were sent from heaven. Legit, bruv. So, fam, our president is out here making vows all day, every day. I vow to stop the corruption in government. I vow. To get you motherfuckers out of poverty, I vow. I vow to change things in South Africa. I vow to restructure the economy and make it ripe for job creation. I vow. Hey, Mr. Cyril Ramaphosa, please cut the shit. Okay? Hey, hey. Cut the shit. Okay? Bruv, President 
Cyril Ramaphosa has vowed to create more jobs for young people. <laughs> he has vowed. Yet again, he has vowed. Bro, dude, how many vows has this nigga made? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, one, twenty, two, twenty, three. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, tonga, tonga, yeah, come on, hello, you, oh, Becky, stand, holy, thank you, I love you so much, yeah, come on. This fucking guy, bruv, I vow to do this, and I vow to do that. Hey, Mr. President, how about start delivering? Okay, stop selling cows. How about that? Start delivering. Cut the shit. Stop making vows. How about that? Bruv, this fucking guy has made more vows than Zsa Zsa Gabor. It's getting silly. It's absurd. Legit. It's getting absurd. How about deliver, Mr. President? Stop making vows. Legit. Hey, dear Mr. President, how about start moving like J-Lo? How about that? J-Lo always gets engaged. However, she never actually gets to get married. Nine times out of ten. Right? She only gets engaged. She never makes it down the fucking aisle. How about be like J-Lo? Minimize the vows. Start delivering. Okay? How about start engaging with South Africa's struggles? Start providing solutions for those fucking struggles. How about that? Because South Africa has gone down the fucking shitter. Okay? This country is a failing state. Oh, nah. Nah. By many accounts, South Africa is already a failed state. Mr. President, stop making vows. <laughs> stop making vows! You are not my type. Okay? You are not my type. Stop making vows. Stop forcing me to marry you, Bowser. Relax. Okay, bruv, look at me. I'm not Princess Peach, my nigga. I move like Mario, my nigga. Take it easy. Take it easy. Mr. President, cut the shit. Okay? Cut the shit. Bruv, Gauteng has been identified as South Africa's human trafficking hotspot. Obviously. Hey, how about... Duh. Bruh, when I saw this fucking article, I was like... <laughs> Duh. Right? I was like, hey, obviously. Right? Obviously. Hey, obviously. Obviously, Gauteng is South Africa's human trafficking hotspot. Obviously. Yep. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. Fam, Springs, Binoni, Fosberg, Krugersdorp, Sunnyside, Verenaging, and Van der Beelpark 
have all been identified as hotspots for the recruitment of human trafficking victims in Gauteng. Obviously. Right? Obviously. And yo, Mr. President, some of these spots are in my hood. Right? Some of these spots are a fucking stone throw away from where I live. Mr. President, stop making vows. Cut the shit and deliver. Niggas are fucked up in the hood. Okay? Niggas are getting kidnapped in the hood. Niggas are getting trafficked in the hood. Mr. President, Mr. President, Pretoria's military base is defenseless as it comes under siege from locals. The military base is struggling <laughs> with no water and electricity after adjacent settlements stole electrical cables and water pipes. Niggas are fucked up in the hood. That's why niggas are now stealing from military bases. Mr. President, the fuck is going on? What's going on? Huh? The fuck is happening in this fucking country, bruv? Yo, I'm lost in the fucking sauce. Sometimes, sometimes, well, most of the time, <laughs> I feel like a fucking tourist in South Africa. Legit, because, bruv, some of the things I read about my country are just fucking wild. I'd be like, bruh, yo, fam, where they do that at? Huh? Like, bruh, this is happening in Houghton? This is happening in my province? The fuck, bruh, the fuck is happening over here, bruv? Yo, dude, South Africa is a fucking disaster. Mr. President, stop making vows! Stop making vows! Get married to your promises already. How about that? Huh? Get married to your fucking ideas already. How about that? Be one with your promises. Deliver. How about that? Huh? Marry your consort, Mr. President. Please! Please! Marry your fucking consort! And evidently, evidently, your partner is the country, right? Your partner is the flag. Now be one with the flag and deliver for the flag. Fight for the flag. Protect the flag. Like, bruh, what the fuck is going on in South Africa? South Africa is a fucking mess, but I love it, though. Our leaders have been making vows since 1994. Fast forward to today, married men are now fucking Instagram whores, allegedly. And Tito Mboweni went from signing our money or having his signature on our money, to now cooking garbage and posting it on Twitter. The fuck is happening in South Africa? And on top of that, some of you motherfuckers are xenophobic. <laughs> right? 
right? Some of you niggas are dumb and xenophobic. Hey, Operation Dudula. South Africa's teacher shortage is set to worsen after the Home Affairs cancels Zimbabwe's exemption permit. Almost 200,000 Zimbabwean nationals will be affected and they don't hold much hope of getting the relevant visa. Thousands of Zimbabwean teachers who hold exemption permits may be forced to return to their home country if they fail to secure a visa before the end of the year. The teachers, many of whom have been teaching at low-fee private schools for years, were allowed to work in the country because they had valid documents. And now that's set to change. Operation Tudula. You see that? <laughs> you see that? You see that, bruv? Hey, Africa is for Africans. Okay? And such moves prove that as Africans, we need each other. Listen, bruv, this move is going to leave our nation reeling. Because when most or some of these Zimbabwean nationals get sent back to Zimbabwe, South Africa is going to feel the pain and the strain comes with that. Because these Zimbabwean nationals... Now, these South African nationals helped to build South Africa into the country that it is today. So when they leave, we are going to feel the pain and the strain of that. We are going to feel their absence economically and also scholastically, evidently. Right? So, bruv, when I say that Africa is for Africans. I mean, we can't do anything alone. And as Africans, we, we are all fucked up. We are all from crazy backgrounds and we are all in search of utopia. Hence, xenophobia is so weird. Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb, huh? Xenophobia is a weird concept because at the core of xenophobia lies mental illness, right? Mental illness and self-hatred is the fulcrum of xenophobia and organizations or groups like Operation Tudula. Them niggas are sick. Because, bruv, <laughs> there's something mentally aberrant about looking at a person who looks exactly like you and seeing a malignant alien tumor that ought to be removed. 
There's something sick about that. I don't want peace. I want problems always. And hence I go out of my way to warn you niggas about figures like Ntantalax and his group, Operation Dudula. Ntantalax is a sick man. He's sick. Because looking at a person who looks just like you and then going, yo, I have to get rid of this person is sick. Right? Ntantalax's views on African foreign nationals who look just like him is on the same wavelength as Adolf Hitler's views on the Jews. There's something sick about this man's views. Legit. There's something sick about this man's views. Bruv, yo, Hitler viewed Jewish people as a cancer, right? Jewish people who are mostly white, just like him, he viewed them as a malignant tumor that he had to cut out of German society, right? These people were white, just like him, but their culture, eye color, hair color, and religion were enough for him to view them as different enough to eradicate. Ntantalax moves just like that. Ntantalax views foreign African nationals as South Africa's biggest enemy. <laughs> Let that sink in. This man views foreign African nationals as South Africa's biggest enemy. And bruv, as some of you follow blindly, please beware. Beware. The devil's words find resonance in a godless populace. Manic is at the core of Operation Dudula. All facts. And bruv, it's easy to conduct a choir of frenzied, poverty-stricken people into singing songs unsung by the heroes who have failed them. Ntlantalax is the conductor. Adolf Hitler was a conductor. Buckle the fuck up, South Africa. these niggas are dangerous 
These Operation Dudula niggas are dangerous, South Africa. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Ntantalax is dangerous. All facts. I'm not saying that he's Hitler. No, I ain't saying that. All I'm saying is he's displaying some fucking traits that Hitler displayed in the 1920s when he joined the Nazi party, right? The way that Ntantalax is mobilizing and monopolizing xenophobia is the same as how Hitler mobilized and monopolized hatred in the 1920s in Germany. Study that shit. Study how Hitler joined the Nazi party. Study his message to the people of Germany. Study how he pinned all of Germany's misdeeds <laughs> right, to the fucking Jewish community. Study that. Nchanta Lachs is pinning our failing townships and governance on foreign African nationals. There's something sick there. And there's a lot of fucking similarities to how Hitler used to operate. Legit. Study that shit. All facts. And lest we forget that Hitler rose to power in a democratic country. Ntantalax is rising to power in a democratic country. But he's spitting hatred. He's spitting xenophobia. Study that shit. Legit. And bruv, this exemption permit story proves that we all need each other. We all need each other. Right? South African kids are being taught by foreign African nationals. We all need each other as Africans. We are too similar. Right? We are too similar. Our story is the same. All facts. Fuck these flags. Fuck the borders. Fuck them. We all need each other, South Africa. All facts. All fucking facts. We are all in search of utopia. And listen, bruv, don't get me wrong. Okay? Some foreign nationals are committing crimes. However, most foreign nationals are simply searching for a better life. Like you and I. <laughs> Behold! A fucking parallel! Some South Africans, right, are criminals. However, most South Africans are in search of a better life. Hence, some South Africans are emigrating. And there are thousands. Everybody is in search of a good life. We are all in search of utopia. Je Bruv, these foreign African nationals are our brothers and sisters. We need them. Legit. We need them. Right? 
our history is too intertwined for us to be divided or segregated by flags and borders. We need each other. Cut the shit! Okay? Cut the shit! South Africa's teacher shortage is set to worsen because we are about to ship some of our fucking teachers back to their home countries. As if South Africa is not their home country. These Zimbabwean nationals are not just Zimbabwean, no. They are South African. Right? Literally and literally. (laughs) Legit. They are South African, the country, and also they are South African, the direction. (laughs) Right? Literally. Zimbabwe is in Southern Africa. It's a Southern African country. We are one in the same. All fucking facts. South Africans be out here acting brand new. Bruh, hey, cut this shit. Legit. We need each other, South Africa. We need each other. We need our other African brothers and sisters. We all need one another, bruv. Cut the shit! Jet, cut the shit! The fuck? South Africans, bruv. Yo, South Africans love acting better than thou. You ain't better than nobody, my nigga. You ain't better. You live in a third world continent, my nigga. Because South Africa is still in Africa. I don't care how advanced we are. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about your Louis bags and Chanel bags. I don't care about cotton fast. I don't give a shit. I don't care about swag. But still rest in peace to Ricky Rick. But I don't care about his fucking festival, Cotton Fest. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about your swag, who. I don't care how cool you niggas are. I don't care about your Rolex. South Africa is in Africa. And that will never change. You ain't better than nobody, my nigga. Dear Joe Berger, you ain't better than nobody. And I know, I know that Cape Town is the new Dubai, <laughs> right? Hey, hey, CPT, hey, CPT, hey, you ain't better than anybody, my nigga. I know, rich motherfuckers are all flocking to CPT. Hey, everybody moving to CPT. If you've got 15 million rand in the fucking bank, hey, nine times out of 10, you now live in CPT, right? But I don't care about your money, my nigga. You still in Africa. Legit. Right? CPT, FYI, is running out of water. So keep your fucking heads on a swivel. You ain't better than nobody, my nigga. Africans need each other. We are family. Whether you like it or not, we are family. 
Legit. Niggas be out here talking about Operation Tudula. This fucking nationalism bullshit doesn't work. It don't work. Legit, oh, oh, I'm South African. Oh, I don't fuck with them because they're Nigerian. That shit right there doesn't work, my nigga. We are all African. We are all African. Legit. When you visit the West, right? When you visit Europe, right? Them niggas, them niggas are gonna treat you like garbage because you are African, right? And they don't care which part of Africa you are from. It don't matter if you are from South Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Egypt. Nobody cares, my nigga. You are African. Some of these niggas, hey, some of these niggas, or most of these niggas, view Africans like dirt. All fucking facts. South Africans always move. Bruh, hey, this chip on our shoulder, it has to go. It has to go. We be out here moving with too much hubris. Out here feeling ourselves as if we are the most powerful country in Africa when we are not. Bruh, I have a list of the most powerful nations in Africa. Number one, Egypt. Ah. Number two, Algeria. Hmm. Number three, South Africa. Ooh. Right? Number four, Nigeria. Number five, Morocco. Number six, Angola. Number seven, Ethiopia. So, South Africa, stop acting better than thou. Okay? Stop acting better than thou. Be humble. Do better. Be humble. The jib, bruv. Right? COVID-19 is popping off yet again in Africa. Yet again. Right? And evidently, African countries are no longer vaccinating people. Bruv, the South African drug maker... Espen Pharmacare earlier this year finalized a deal to bottle and market the Johnson & Johnson vaccine across Africa and that deal was weird you know what I mean that deal right there I mean I ain't trying to get killed but that deal right there was weird right right hey the South African drug maker Espen Pharmacare earlier this year finalized a deal to bottle and market the Johnson & Johnson vaccine across Africa. A contract that was billed as an early step toward Africa's development of a robust vaccine production industry has been geared up for production, but no buyers, including the African Union and COVAX, have placed orders yet. <laughs> Niggas are no longer getting vaccinated. Legit, the Serum Institute of India, the world's largest vaccine maker, stopped its production of COVID shots in December last year when its stockpile grew to 200 million doses. 
Bharat Biotech, another Indian firm that was a major producer, also stopped making vaccines in the face of low demand. The fuck is happening? Bruh, hey, COVID is still a thing. Have you niggas seen what's happening in Shanghai? Huh? Bruh, the companies say that they have no further orders since their contracts with the Indian government ended in March. After the WHO, the World Health Organization, began promoting the 70% vaccination goal, many lower-income governments adopted the target for their own populations. The Biden administration also endorsed it last September, setting a deadline of September 2022, a deadline that they are set to miss. And hey, obviously, 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 Africa is going to miss as well. Niggas are no longer getting vaccinated. The fuck is happening? Cough, 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 ha 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 ha, I'm just fucking with you, dummy, I'm a fucking robot, no COVID for me, but you should keep your head on a swivel. And by the way, that mask is not for your chin, are you stupid, or are you dumb? Niggas are out here moving like COVID is no longer a thing. Bruv, last week's Tuesday, my beautiful queen and I took our talents to our local pharmacy to go get COVID-19 boosters. Bruv, when we landed over there, we bumped into some fucking lady. Right? Some local lady who evidently works there. <laughs> right? And this lady was like, hey, uh, yeah, we ain't got no vaccines over here. Right? Bruv, yo, the queen and I were shocked. We were like, ma'am, what do you mean? She was like, nah, we ain't got no vaccines. And I was like, what? Bruh, this lady was out there opening some random ass boxes. I was like, bruh, what's in the box? Hey, lady, why do you keep fiddling with the fucking box? What's in the box? Talk to me directly. Stop fiddling with the fucking box. She was so fucking nonchalant. Right? Oh, nah, like, nah, we ain't got, we ain't got vaccines over here. We got no supplies. Right? Everything is gone. I was like, what do you mean everything is gone? She was like, yeah, we ain't got shit, bruh. Okay? And I was like, fam, yo. Yo, dude, like, what happened to getting vaccinated? How do you feel about vaccination? I feel about it. You got to tell. Look up there. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Real niggas do real shit, you know what I'm saying? And when I rock, I rock, you know what I'm saying? Real nigga, you know what I'm saying? Stunt. When a real nigga stunt, a real nigga stunt. Do your job trick. What's that to do with the vaccination? The vaccination is to stay off and around. Get your mind right, little boy. What happened to being concerned? What happened to the public freakout? Everybody is all loosey-goosey. What happened to face masks? I mean, bruv, everybody in Johannesburg was at Cotton Fest last week. And bruv, yo, every picture and video that I saw from Cotton Fest, bruh, yo, every video that I saw from that fucking event, 
had my fucking anxiety spiking up. Legit, I couldn't cope. Okay? Of course I wasn't there. Right? Am I for the culture? Yes, I am. Right? Am I for the culture? Yes, I am. But also, I'm about to turn 30. Okay? I can't be out there risking my health, risking my life. Nah. I love myself. Okay? I love myself. Dish what a dish. Am I a bit conceited? Of course. Obviously. Right? You've heard this shit. I told you I'm a comedic genius. I already said this. Right? I told you I'm gifted. I told you I'm an animal. Right? I'm conceited. Because I love myself. Legit. I love myself. Okay? Here when I'm out, who are lazy? Zabo LL Who's tenor on, boy? Obviously. I'm a wild boy. Right? I love myself. Therefore, right, I, I, I can't be out here risking myself. Love myself a bit too much. Right? That's what happens when you dope. Right? I got the fucking gift of the guy. Right? I can talk myself out of anything. Bruh, yo nigga, I'm gifted. Too good. I'm too sharp. I'm too quick. Too funny. Jesus, bruv. Right? And sometimes it's a fucking burden being this good. It's a fucking burden. Like sometimes I wake up and, and I freak out like, yo, what if, what if today is the day that, that I lose my funny? Like what if? And then I fucking freak out and then I panic, right? Right? And then I, and then I start running around the fucking yard naked and then I jerk off and then I cool off and then I'm good. <laughs> Bruh, what happened to the public freak out? What happened to getting inoculated? What happened to that? Being lied to in the name of Corona. Open our country, do away with the mask, open our economy, we will take responsibility for our own lives. All of us, we are encouraged to vaccinate. No one is going to force anyone to vaccinate. We must vaccinate on our own. Even at the stadiums, we don't require anyone who's vaccinated or not vaccinated. Let those who want to go to the stadium, go to the stadium. As, as scientists and Marxists, we believe in science. We believe that vaccine is a solution to the current problem, but do not force people. We have said to the whole country and the world that AIDS kills, use a condom. But we never went every room to check if people are using condoms. What happened to the fun conspiracy theories? Huh? What happened to QAnon? What happened to Dr. Fauci? What happened to Dr. William Kesey? What happened to Digital Vibes? What happened? Huh? What happened to all of these motherfuckers? Bruv, is COVID-19 really out of style? Huh? 
Is COVID-19 really, really out of style? Because, bruv, hey, the fifth wave is here. Right? I already told you this shit. The fifth wave is here. Right? Bruv, yo, where the fuck are the vaccines? Nigga, I gotta get my booster. I gotta get boosted. All facts. Right, I gotta get boosted, my nigga. This what it is. Where the fuck is my booster, Mr. President? Huh? Stop making vows. Okay? How about how about vow to get me boosted? How about that? Okay? Nigga, nigga, hey, resupply my local pharmacy. Okay, so that random local ladies ain't got to tell me that, hey, hey, we ain't got shit. We ain't got vaccines. Hey, the nurse is not here. Bruh, hey, the nurse, right? Hey, dear nurses at Clicks Pharmacies nationwide, how about you bitches got one job? Okay? Nine times out of ten, you bitches got one job. And that job is to get people vaccinated. Okay? That job is to get people inoculated with the fucking flu shot, COVID shot, whatever shot. Your fucking job is to administer vaccines of all kinds. How about do your fucking job? How about that? Bruv, hey, clicks, pharmacy nurses are never available. They're never there, right? Clicks, pharmacy nurses be out there living la vida loca. Bruh, you bitches only got one job, okay? Well, well, two jobs, right? Right, job number one is to is to administer vaccines and job number two is to ensure that, you know, there's no fucking air bubbles in the fucking syringe, right? Hey, hey, make sure that the syringes have no air bubbles. How about that? I ain't trying to die. Two jobs, right? But, but both jobs are vaccine related, right? Right, both jobs. Do your fucking job. South Africa, bruv. Jesus fucking Christ. You know, our president is out here talking about <laughs> privatizing state-owned companies. Bruh, yo, listen, South Africa is literally gonna be Russia in, in a couple of years. Right? Once the government privatizes state-owned companies... South Africa is gonna be Russia. Okay? South R is gonna be Russia. Legit. Because, bruv, a similar thing happened when the Soviet Union fell. Right? Right? When the Soviet Union fell, state-owned companies got privatized and then Roman Abramovich and other oligarchs were created. Facts. Facts. Now, bruv, when I saw this, I was like, damn, dude. 
Am I about, am I about to become an oligarch? Like, bruh, yo, when I saw the president talking about the privatization of state-owned companies, I was like, bruh, I think I should buy a suit. Right? Because I know shit. Legit, bruh, I know shit. Yo, I think I should buy a suit. Right? Right? And then, and then make a formal bid for the SABC. Legit. Bruh, imagine me. As the fucking head of the SABC, bruh, do you understand how litty too titty the SABC would be, bruh, with me at the helm? Dude, y'all, the SABC would be lit. Legit. The amount of content, bruh. Bruh, 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 bruh. Yo, listen. Yo, if I were to take over the fucking SABC, number one, number one. I would get rid of the fucking TV license. Okay? Bruh. Hey. The TV license is stupid. Dear government, cut the shit. Okay? The TV license is dumb. Legit. Yo, bruv. These niggas, these TV license motherfuckers are out here making threats. Legit, these niggas be making threats. They be like, hey, yo, Maui Mau, pay your TV license. I be like, nigga, nah. I don't want peace. I want problems, always. What the fuck do you niggas take me for? Who the fuck do you niggas think I am? Bruv, do I look like a fucking mock to you niggas? Nigga, listen, I am not paying. My fucking TV license. You hear me, bruv? TV license? What the fuck is that? I don't drive this shit. What? What the fuck? Yo, yo, Maui, pay your TV license, nigga, no. I don't fly this shit. I don't ride this shit. The fuck? The fuck? Yo, yo, Maui, you gotta pay, Maui. Pay your fair share. Nigga, I pay my taxes and that's it. That's it. You niggas, yo, bro, nah, you niggas think life is a fucking joke. I ain't paying my TV license. No, sir, no. We ain't doing that. No, sir, no. No, sir, no. No. You crazy? Bruv, there's around 10 million people, right, who are eligible to pay the fucking TV license in South Africa. And only around 2 million people actually pay the TV license. Bruv, listen to me and listen to me carefully. Maui Mau, me. Okay? I am not joining the 2 million. Okay, bruv? I'm a cool boy. Okay, fam? I'm a cool kid. And, and listen, fam, yo, yo, it's fun being a part of the 8 million that don't pay the TV license. Legit. I'm a cool boy. <laughs> I just want to be a real boy. Yeah. I'm a cool kid. There's what it is, bruv. Fam, yo, these niggas sent me a text a couple of days ago. And I quote... <laughs> 
Okay? The text reads, and I quote, Hey, M. Mao. You know what I mean? Like, my name is so dumb, right? I'm Maui Mao. M. Mao. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Right? But I digress. And I quote, M. Mao. Revco secured a settlement on your TV license, Revco. You know? Hey, hey, SABC, you handed my shit to a fucking debt collector called Revco? The, what? Huh? What? Hey, bruh, nah! Revco secured a settlement on your TV license account, 44 blah blah blah, to assist in these difficult times. What? Huh? Bruh, huh? I repeat, M. Mao, Revco secured a settlement on your TV license account 44 blah 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 XYZ ABC 123 to assist in these difficult times. Only pay 529 rands. No. Bruh, hey, you niggas are trying to fucking emotionally manipulate me? Bruh, do you niggas know who the fuck I am? These niggas are using, yo brother, using words like, like yo, to assist in these difficult times. What? Difficult times? You niggas are debt collectors. <laughs> rest, rest before it to rest, 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 rest before it to rest, rest, rest. You niggas are the source of a lot of depression, anxiety, and misery to poor people. Now, granted, I am poor. However, I stand with my people, and now I am paying. This 529 rands. Who the fuck? Bruh, these niggas. The audacity. Right? The audacity for these niggas to say to me, Hey, Mr. Mao, if you want to assist in these difficult times, hey, how about pay this much? Hey, only pay this much. It's just, you know, hey, it's just 529. Like, you know... It's only 529. Just, just pay it. Right? Assist. Hey, assist the SABC. Right? Assist the SABC in these difficult times. Bruh. Bruh. If I am not mistaken, the COO of the SABC earns around 4 million rands. A year. Okay? Okay, bruv? The COO. Chief Operating Officer. Right? Of the South African Broadcasting Commission. Right? Earns four million rands. Right? Right? And the CEO earns around... 3.45 or 6, somewhere there, right? 3, 5, 
3.6? Yo, bruh, the CEO earns around 3.7 million rands. Who the fuck would I be assisting in these difficult times? Huh? By only paying, you know, only, right? By only paying 529 rands. Who the fuck would I be assisting? Please enlighten me. Enlighten me. Who the fuck would I be assisting? These niggas, bruh, yo, these niggas earn millions a year for doing nothing. Fuck all. Have you seen the quality of SABC shows? Have you seen the quality of SABC 1, SABC 2, SABC 3? Bruv, these niggas only adopted HD cameras a couple of years ago. What are we talking about? Huh? They had Saudi Wallen over there for years, right? Right? Running the SABC with an iron fist whilst, whilst not being able to speak a lick of the Queen's language. The fuck are we talking about? Hey, assist in these difficult times. Who the fuck would I be assisting? Niggas are fucked up in KZN. Right? You know what, bruv? Yo, listen. I'm gonna donate 529, maybe even more, right? To the gift of the givers. How about that? Huh? I'm gonna donate that 529 rands that the SABC is trying to scam me out of. Right? I'm gonna donate that money to the gift of the givers. How about that? Huh? How, how about that? How about that? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, oh, to assist in these difficult times. The COO earns millions. The CEO earns millions. Tibor Touch earns millions. Who the, who the fuck would I be assisting? I don't watch the SABC. You crazy? You nuts, nigga? I don't watch Uzalo. I don't watch Skim Sam. Look at me. I'm Maui Mao. I don't watch garbage. Okay? I don't watch Generations. Legit! Legit, bro, look at me. I only consume high art. I'm sorry. I'm paying the 529, my nigga. Legit! You niggas think life is a fucking joke, man. Honestly. Oh, assist. Oh, assist in these difficult times. Get the fuck out of here. Okay? My niggas are fucked up in the hood. Niggas are jobless. Alright? Meanwhile, the fucking government is making vows. So what the, what the fuck is going on in this country, bruv? What's happening? Huh? The fucking audacity of these niggas, bruv. Could you pay me in advance?
serious? The SABC has big balls. Legit, bruv. It takes a lot of balls, right? To hit a nigga up and say, yo, to help in these difficult times. Who the fuck am I helping? Who the fuck am I helping? I had COVID last year. Who the fuck helped me? Only my family held me down. Okay? Oh, to help in these difficult times? Nah. Talk to the fucking COO. Talk to the fucking CEO. Legit. The fuck? You niggas are nuts. Motherfuckers are crazy, bro. COVID is back. A lot of niggas are gonna die. A lot of niggas are gonna lose their fucking jobs. Right? Those are the niggas who I need. Right? Those are the niggas who are going through hardships. Right? We should be helping them. However, evidently, COVID-19 is no longer a thing. Right? It's crazy. Because COVID-19 vaccines and boosters are nowhere to be found. It's fucking crazy, bruv. COVID boosters and vaccines in general are like Supreme Oreos. Right? Them bitches are sold out everywhere. It's crazy. We live in a silly fucking time, South Africa. Legit. We live in a silly fucking time. Right? South Africa is a fucking mess. However. However. I have to fucking tip my hat. And salute our internet service providers. I gotta salute, man. Listen. Yo. I gotta salute... Our ISPs, especially Telcom. Bro, yo, Telcom, salute. You're a fool if you think man's pretending I've been round there with my bad boyfriend them. I showed man that my shank ain't bending, so it's a shame that his teeth ain't in them. How many times have I been outside and I left a man's t-shirt drenched and still got Putin's pending? Leave all your bridges trending. What'd you know about phone line beating? Coming like everybody wanna get high today. There was no gas on that bando stove, so we put that grub in the microwave. Give me your drop on the pagans them, and I swear I'll get round there right away. Give me your drop on the pagans them, and I swear i get round there right away. Telcom's data packages are incredible and the prices are amazing. Like, bruv, things are actually moving in the right direction when it comes to our networks and our ISPs. For example, two years ago, the Queen and I took up a 160 gigabyte Wi-Fi package at Telcom via contract. Now, bruv, that package which was split in half, right? That, that 160 was split in half, 80 gigabytes for the day and 80 gigabytes for the night, right? 80 gigabytes after 12, <laughs> right? That package cost the Queen and I 700 rands two years ago. Now, bruv, fast forward to today, that package now costs 200 rands. That's amazing. Like, bruv, that's a sign of improvement, like things are actually getting better. Because a package that we got for 700 rands a month is now 500 rands cheaper, just two years later. That's amazing. That's incredible. And bruv, that's a sign that not all is bad in South Africa, right? South Africa is a great fucking country. We just have 
to get rid of the fucking lunatics. Your conciliary will sell your soul for a measly thou. So we ambushed your boy with cake. Now his chain is wilding in the streets, screaming pow. Traumatized more families than Colin Powell. I've got your days numbered like I'm Terrence Tau. Dry season means the heat is out. Got you playing defense like you merely Tau. Famine brought to you by mouth. Now let's sing aloud. A pair of pussies and let my hounds just eat them out. Murimu wang bonana. We move like a Zolabad, I hope you ain't Tolabad We carrying four fours in the shadows like the Mossad If you gon' shoot, hit them hard Got five rings, huh, like the Mamba Bad Operation Wrath of God, souls in the mud Breathing dope, the afterlife of dad Echo make my body won't kiss a worm Your dogs are my taxiderm Or flip their fur into a jacket for my posterity Get your progeny ensnared in generational austerity Let me provide some fucking clarity An equal vote doesn't mean parody The lies you're paddling make you a fucking parody Get Everything I said is all true though Fidel taught Justin how to move though One touch Ludo Tiberius brought the food home Fat good kid Caligula the boy flipped fucking cruel though You know an apple a day is all fructose Tyrants get the populace swimming in sodium while they are lives at glucose It just came out, nigga. Listen to it. Then go to sleep, wake up, listen to it again, nigga. It's a classic. I ain't gonna say it again. It's a classic. I'm not a classic. Look. Um, I remember this one time, Uti. 
I can like do anything on the table. Yeah, I can promote on the fans. I can do it. But whenever when it comes to money, I mustn't say anything. So I was like, okay, okay, cool. And then the TMB did the same thing. Also, you were like, ah, I'm gonna promote on the because you like it. But as soon as Utembe ends Mali, ends Mali, when she was like, I'm making this amount. What did you do? You didn't even retweet. Or even say anything about it. I'm not feel like no more, bro. Like that's loser mentality. You have a loser mentality. All you do is to kiss ass. You kiss ass, bro. Like you lick ass. Like I should hire you, ne? Because like I do my massages and like my ring jobs and stuff. You can like do that, ne? And you'll be very good with it. About like tattoo commission and like you'll be out there licking ass, and for me. I will come work for me, bro. Like. I really need people who lick ass. I'm a fan of Nawi. I'm a custom deed in general. Every like I'm a custom deed doing. It's all of that fight. It wasn't even about you. I unblocked Chris because I could see it's okay. Chris is getting a lot of engagement and he's talking about OnlyFans. So why not? And then you're here jumping. Like, dude, what the fuck? I'm not even. I, I'm entertaining. I blocked you. I blocked you for a reason because I don't want to have that loser mentality. It's Tatalala. I don't want it's Tatalala as my followers, bruh. Mina, I'm a woman and I'm strong. I'm very strong. Mina, I'm powerful. I don't want people like you like drag me down with them like dude I don't even think Uguti you no like I know Uguti you don't rent ne? so like if you don't rent which means you don't know the necessary like necessities your guys like please English young school like isn't or as the as going to go to the moon to like rent about and all that when in Doyazi you just like my time come at the end squabbed and dude, you did that thing to that girl. We all know just that gay oh law or hambanaye paid the cops for you to get out. But gay, I see collab. So you wanna take over for Letterman? You wanna host late show on CBS. Yeah, that's Well here's the thing with that champ. That's short for champion. If you want to be a talk show host, it's better if you're funny. Now, there have been some guys who are not funny. Tom Snyder, David Suskind, Ted Koppel. But funny's better. Now, have you ever had any experience with being funny? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a comedian. You're a comedian. I've known you for a week and you haven't made me laugh once. I had no idea you were a comedian. I thought you were a newsman. No, I'm not a newsman. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Jesus. Well, all right. Let's see it. See what? See the funny. Make me laugh. Go. Go? Go. Funny. Three, two, one. I'm go. I'm not that kind of funny. What kind of funny? The kind where you just say go and I'm funny. All right, I think you better leave my office. Jack, Mr. Dole, I, I look, there's different kinds of funny, right? There's different kinds of performers. I'm not that kind of performer. Let me tell you what kind of what you are. You're whatever you have to be to make people laugh. Anytime, anywhere, anyone. You turn it on on a dime. 
You get that belly moving, son, or you're out. Now tell the truth. You're just scared, like a rookie. You're like some kid at a talent show with a number pinned to your shirt. You got nothing or you would have shown me now. So get out. Thank you. Have a nice day. Fine. Lick, I, I can't, I can't, I can't give up on this. I don't, uh... This is either a, a, a door or a wall for me, and I, it's either the beginning or the end. I, I don't... I Please. Okay, then. Let's see the funny. Three, two, one, go. Funny. This is it, bud. You want me to start at one and go up? One, two, three, funny. Okay, last chance and then we're really done. Done and done. Let's go, kid. You want the big gig? Let's see it. Make me laugh at the count of three. One, two. On the 12th of January, 2022, Michael Caine tweeted an image of a golf cart being driven in what seems to be a leafy suburban neighborhood in the United Kingdom, right? And that picture was accompanied by the following caption. <laughs> and I quote, Only the best to all of you. End quote. Bruh, Michael Caine doesn't give a fuck. Okay? This nigga... Is living la vida loca. He's enjoying what remains of his life. This nigga doesn't care about millennials. He doesn't care about climate change. He doesn't care about the fucking wars. This nigga doesn't give a flying fuck. Okay? He's on his way out. He doesn't care. Moyanting ho haufi. Legit. Utswa hole. And the more I am thingy, ho haufi. All fucking facts. This nigga is on his way out. He's 89. He doesn't have the fucking time or mental capacity or emotional capacity. Right? To take in all of this fucking garbage that we care about. He doesn't care. As he should. Okay? As he should. Because, bruv, in 1939, when World War II started, Michael Caine was six years old. Okay, bruv? Let that shit sink in. He was six years old. He was lost in the sauce. He didn't know what the fuck was happening in, in Europe. Niggas were panicking. All fucking facts. <laughs> I was never a true banker. Mea culpa. Adolf Hitler was wildin'. Coco Chanel was chilling with the Nazis designing. The Catholic Church was wildin'. It was a crazy time. Winston Churchill was out there scrambling, searching for answers. The Americans were wildin'. 
The Japanese were wildin', the Chinese were wildin', the Russians were wildin'. It was a crazy fucking time. World War Two was mad real. All fucking facts. Right? World War Two was crazy. And this fucking guy was six years old in 1939. Right? And when World War Two ended, six years later, in 1945, this fucking guy was 12 years old. World War II ended in September of 1945. I got my facts straight. I'm too good. I'm a wealth of knowledge. There's what it is. <laughs> nigga, I'm a walking, talking, breathing library, nigga. You can learn something for me. My fucking energy, my vibe, my spirit, my soul is edifying. My presence is edifying. My fucking podcast is edifying. Learn something. I'm here. I'm here. So, bruv, it makes sense that Michael Caine doesn't give a fuck about the war in Ukraine. And bruv, don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure that Michael Caine cares about what's happening in Ukraine. I'm pretty sure to some level he gives a fuck. However, the fucks he gives are not tweet worthy. And bruv, you gotta respect that. This fucking guy saw Adolf. He saw the devil, yeah, not himself. All fucking facts. This nigga doesn't fear Vladimir Putin. He saw the guy that Vladimir Putin is trying to be. All fucking facts. He saw the man. He saw the blueprint that all of these fucking tyrants are following. He saw the guy. Right? He saw the man. Right? The myth. The legend. Right? The fucking Fuhrer. He saw that fucking lunatic. He saw that fucking meth head live. Right? Well, not live, but but he was there. Right? He was there when Hitler was walling. You feel me, bro? He was there. He felt his power. Because Michael Caine is British. You don't want me to stop breathing again. Huff. It's the return of the black Zeus Cause their man are all sweet like bad juice Serious, super fast rapping Put gaps in, relaxing, green cheese Swag tactics, can't match this Get practice, spinning back fist 40-40 snake with a hiss Jellyfish sting man, dashing in piss Take to the heart, decapitation and a silver bullet Don't take no risk Oh my god, thank you JME 
Your words are highly appreciated. Michael Caine is British. And bruv, come on. Come on, bruv. The fuck are we doing? We all know the role that the United Kingdom played in World War II. We all know what Winston Churchill did. I mean, come on, bruv. God of the game. Rockefeller chain. This what it is. Right? Bruh, yo, yo. We've seen the moves he bust. Right? We've seen the moves that Winston Churchill bust in Iceland. Bruh. Bruh, yo, 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 yo. Yo, bruv. Yo, talk about, talk about chess. Legit, bruv, talk about, talk about being ahead of your fucking opponent. Winston Churchill was an animal. That movie bus in Iceland is different. Do your fucking Googles. Learn about it. Read about it. What's up, dog? What's up? I don't know, you just sound like you got a lot of information and knowledge. Uh, I got a few things. I can tell you this. Everything that's going on, both politically, globally, is all planned. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Have a good one, dude. Right, Thank bro. you. Winston was an animal. Winston Churchill was different. Bruh, they don't make them like that anymore. Legit, bro, don't make them like that anymore, bruv. Niggas like that are dead and gone. All facts. Yo, bruh, listen. Yo, I'm cut from that cloth. Bruh, hey, fam, listen. Okay? Niggas like me. <laughs> Niggas like me, bruh. Niggas like me are dead and buried, my nigga. Right? Niggas like me are gone. Gods of the game. Right? All the Rockefeller chains. Dame Dash, give me that. Right? Big Sean, give me that. The fuck? Meek Mill, give me that. Bruh, why the fuck does Meek Mill? Meek Mill. Why the fuck does Meek Mill have a Rockefeller chain? Give me that. Give me that. Niggas are crazy, bruv. G give me that shit. <laughs> All fucking facts. Right? We live in a crazy fucking time. And evidently, Michael Caine has seen crazier times. Evidently, what's happening in the world right now doesn't spook Michael Caine. It doesn't move Michael Caine. He gives zero fucks as he should. He earned it. Legit. He earned it. This fucking guy doesn't care about millennials. <laughs> what? Nah. This nigga saw the Holocaust. He doesn't care about you and I. We don't matter. And evidently, Michael Caine gets that. Hold up. Hey. Oh, my niggas who be thinking we saw. We don't play. We gon' rock it till the wheels fall off. Michael Caine understands that none of this is real. It's all a fucking simulation. It's the fucking Matrix. God is wearing VR goggles. This is it, bruv. Web 3.0. Our fucking existence is an NFT. <laughs> Welcome to the metaverse. He gets it! Right? This nigga is on his way out. Right? And he doesn't give a fuck. He's ready to go. Legit. He gives zero fucks. And he earned that. 
He earned that fucking privilege. You niggas will put some fucking respect on Michael Caine's name. Right? Because, bro, yo, nigga, I started this fucking podcast, right? This fucking episode by shitting on Michael Caine. And then I realized that, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 I'm mistaken. And then I realized that, whoa, 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 I'm fucking up, right? And then I realized that, whoa, hey, Maui, hold up, hold up. You are fumbling the fucking blueprint. You are playing yourself. Michael Caine gets it. Learn from him. Learn something, right? And then I started learning. I started learning. Now look at me, right? I'm a different man. Legit, bruv. Them, yo, dude, the Maui who started this episode, huh, that fucking guy is a boy, right? He's a boy. Hold on, guys. <laughs> What's in the, oh my God. Come on, man, I'll play with Big P. <laughs> Bro, this thing is, <laughs> you got full of weight on that bitch, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, this is a murder weapon, bro. This is a murder. This is a. Is this a cock? This is like a from a cock fight. Rooster. This is a rooster, bro. Jesus. You can't respect the Maui who started this fucking episode. He's a kid. He's a boy. Legit, bro. You can't respect him. He doesn't know anything. Now, bro, the Maui you are listening to right now is a man. Right? I'm a man now. Right? You can respect me. I'm a man. When this episode started, I was a boy. Legit. And then I grew up. Right? While recording, I grew up. And now, I'm a man. And I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of the man I am. I'm proud of the man I became. During the fucking duration of this episode. Legit. Fuck, man. I'm a better man, right? I'm a better man now. Listen, I made my mistakes and I learned from them. I fucking learned from my mistakes and now I'm a better man. I grew the fuck up. Right? It only took me a couple of hours. A couple of minutes. I grew the fuck up. Look at me. I'm a man. I'm a fucking man. Right? I'm a man now. Life is different. <laughs> right? Life is different. You can respect me. You can trust me. This was the no-brainer. This was the banker. This was the one that couldn't fail. This was one that's never failed. Bruv, when I make a vow, best believe I'm gonna deliver. Right? Because I'm a man now. Your boy done grew up. Bruv, I'm a man now. <clears throat> I'm a man now. You can hear it in my voice. I'm a man now. <laughs> Bruh, who the fuck am I? Carl Anthony Towns? Bruh, I'm a man now. Your boy done grew up. There's what it is. I'm a man now. I'm responsible. My word is bond. Right? My word is bankable. Right? Believe in me, and best believe, I'm gonna believe in you. I'm a man now. <laughs> Bruh, hey, the boy who started this fucking episode cannot be trusted. Okay? 
You can't trust that kid. And here's why. That fucking dude was out here talking about the month of May as if May was eight months away. <laughs> Evidently, the Maui who started this episode has no fucking idea where the fuck he's at. That kid is not here. He's not on this fucking planet. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm turning 30 in May, bruh. It's May already. Hey, how about you are turning 30 in a few days? In a week or two? <laughs> in a week or two, you are turning 30! Right? That fucking boy has no idea what the fuck is going on. Don't trust that boy! Legit, don't trust him. Right? Evidently, the fucking person, right, who started this episode is my innie, right? And the Maui you are listening to right now huh, huh, is the Audi, right? Welcome to Severance. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Severance. Screams like tire for me Ain't no I contemplate No desires To turn out second place Please I'm blessed but hazy It's deep so mind out what you say Na 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 You never can believe what I done If you want to have a love on me It seems a little bit too threatened But we don't mind some men of mine I say I couldn't guess you know it's not my time to keep it messy, yeah Why you make it complex, so you know you can't hear me when you be stressing, yeah When I said do it, yeah, I meant today Well, she touched rolls in my same old way She get that WhatsApp by the end of the day Blacked out by the end and you know face When I said do it, yeah, I meant today Well, she touched rolls in my same old way She get that WhatsApp by the end of the day Blacked out by the end of brand new this ain't hard on news to me, I know my bad Why don't you come sit down, all this so calm and cute I ever taste one daring thing No sweets, but it makes you sleepy Turn them dust to dreamy I keep you cause I'm greedy, I can't me I take more and more and more and more and more time to decide uh, To dress down and take you around and bed it down I'm saved by what then we then you know I'm never gonna say just to say You know I'm never gonna pay to play One save, one save One save and it's all over for ya You never gonna believe what I done If you wanna know about love on me It seems a little bit too threatened But we don't mind some better maze Hold it down, hundred bands like on the ground Chatting breeze, pay me now We still won't consider giving you a beacon she touch rolls in my same old way She get that WhatsApp by the end of the day Blacked out by the end and you know face When I said do it, yeah, I meant today Why she touch rolls in my same old way She get that WhatsApp by the end of the day Blacked out by the end of brand new
human hair. Oh, okay. You know what? You know what? I'm going to call you in two weeks so I can put that in and get a bang in. You know? know. Need a cute bang with this. Okay, Mm -hmm. cute. Real human hair? I think it is. I mean, I think so. I mean, it looks like it. I know. I don't know. Who else are you wearing? This all black leather. Um, This is Balenciaga, and this is Hans. The last name is German, and I can't pronounce it. Yeah, we're going to help you out there, yeah. So beautiful. Thank you. I love it. You always have that strong eye makeup. Is that you, or do you have a makeup artist who does that for you? I actually did it myself. Yeah. Nice. I'm even, I even have this thing, Yoguti, if I'm dating a guy like Uzevia, like Golan, okay, fine. I'm in his house and then he's calling another people, like he's calling other friends, Mama, like he's calling his friends, Yoguti, hey, dude, I have, I have a girl in my room, like look at her, this is her, like dude, why would you do that, like that's loser mentality, bro, like you're a fucking loser, bro, like you're a loser, like there's so many things I can tell, I can say about you, bro, like you're a fucking loser, ne? and from this day forward i will never entertain you you can even say whatever that you want to say because really that's your content you don't have content and you don't have money so like maybe it makes you feel better about yourself so do what you can brother do what you feel like you can do like that's the only thing when we ask you it's long i don't even know what i was like let me just leave it but brah I hope you. I hope goes goes well. And for your information, tennis number restaurant, tennis na 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 na. I no longer own the restaurant, but like there's so many things I'm achieving. There's so many things I'm gonna do. Oh oh oh, Chris, please, bruh, you're a good dude. You're a good dude. Just that I was very hurt about this industry. So this industry too. But like I see Kulak, that's why I blocked you. I feel like. You're a good dude, man. You have done a lot of things for people. Like, I don't understand why do you take advice from people about Fana Nozavia, Avantu, who are beneath you. Avant, just because he's your friend, just because he speaks the same language with you, doesn't mean which he's your friend. That one, okay, fine, he is your friend, but like, dude, like, you need to grow up now. Like, have better friends, me. Um,. Like Uzeva, but like he's beneath you. Dude, you have two cars, you have a beautiful girlfriend, you have a, a baby, like you're responsible. Like, why do you hang around? <laughs> My Bruv, I would like to get hired by Lumen.
Legit, I want to work for Lumen because I'm sick and tired of South Africa. I would like to split myself in two. Legit, bruv, I'm sick and tired. Right? I can't keep up. My country is crazy. Niggas have lost their fucking minds. I'm sick and tired. Legit, bruv, every day I wake up, right? Every single day I wake up, something crazy is either happening, right, in real time, or something crazy has already happened, and I'm gonna have to catch up. The fuck is going on? Fam, as shock-worthy as the Antwurta, fans have expressed disgust and even anger at the latest allegations leveled against the alternative rap rave group. The duo, who hail from South Africa, obviously, were accused by their former foster child of allegedly mistreating and neglecting him during his childhood. Gabriel Toki Dupriz spoke at length about how the Zef hitmakers allegedly exposed him to pornography, underage sex acts, violent criminals, and even black magic blood rituals. And now fans are pissed off. Fam. Hey, the fuck is going on? Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me, man. I can't take it no more. What are you niggas doing out there? Huh? Like, bro, what do y'all do? Like, do you niggas sleep? Do you niggas do normal shit like eat? Drink water? Like, bro... Why the fuck is the Antwoord performing blood rituals? Bruh, who the fuck do they think they are? Coco Maweni? Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Bruh, who the fuck do these motherfuckers think they are? Ayo, hey, the Antwoord, how about stay in your lane? How about that? You niggas were goofy when you started, right? Albeit evil a little bit, right? You niggas were goofy. You niggas were funny, right? You niggas were fucking satirical. What happened to that? What happened to that? Get back to the goof. Get back to the funny. Get back to the satire. What happened to that? Huh? What happened to that? Everyone must try this cacio e pepe. Let me drink my coffee, eh? It's hot, eh? Let me open the tap, eh? And watch the dish, eh? <laughs> I'm just laughing, guys, but it's not funny, eh? These motherfuckers started hanging out with Marilyn Manson and then they lost their fucking way. All fucking facts. They lost their way. Bruh, they got too evil. Okay? Fam, listen. The Antwort has always been evil, right? However, the moment they started hanging out with the prince of evil, the prince of darkness, right? The demon himself, fam. These niggas lost their way. They got too evil, right? They got too evil, fam. Yo, being evil is cool, but these niggas got far evil, right? You know how you have the far left? The far right. These niggas are the far evil. They took it too far. Legit. They took it.
too far. Legit, bruv, hey, do better. These niggas are now performing blood rituals. I mean, fam, why? Huh? Why? Are you niggas also in love with SK Corsa? Bruh, what's going on? Please balance me. What's happening in, in South Africa? And why the fuck is witchcraft mainstream? Bruh, witchcraft is on primetime TV in South Africa. Why? What's going on? Witchcraft is on TikTok. What's going on? Bruh, we have Sangomas talking about trending. Legit, we have Sangomas documenting themselves performing their weird fucking rituals. We have Sangomas fucking documenting themselves praying or summoning their fucking ancestors or summoning spirits. Bruh, hey, niggas are taking videos of themselves doing weird shit, right? And those videos are making it to TikTok. Those videos are going viral. Why? Right? We have Sangomas talking about trending. She's a trender. Hey, hey, like a million views. Oh, a million views. Niggas, bruh, it's getting weird. Legit. Niggas be out there throwing bones in the name of virality. Niggas wanna go viral. Legit. Niggas be chilling in their fucking Dumbas, right? Right? Is it Ndumba? Ndumba, right? Not Dumba. Ndumba. <laughs> They're chilling in their Ndumbas. <laughs> right? And documenting their little Ndumba chochkas and shit. I'll be like, rah! That room is creepy now. Why am I seeing it? Why am I looking at it? Why do I know how your fucking Ndumba looks? Fam, the fuck is happening? What's going on? Huh? Niggas are out here drinking blood. Right? They're drinking other people's blood. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood. Why? Like, oh... Uh, What's going on, fam? Ah, man. Ah, man. Ah, man. Tunga, man. Ah, eh. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, Morena, Jesus, Jesus, Uhukai, Toho, Jesus, Toho, Jesus, Jesus, Toho, Toho, Jesus, for real. Kakupa te Toho, Jesus, man. Man, why the fuck are you niggas drinking each other's blood? Is that love? Huh? Is that love? Fam, hey, is this how love goes? Like, bruh, hey, fam, is this what Janet Jackson was talking about? Is this how love goes? You gotta drink your partner's blood? Bruh, hey, my queen, I know you are listening to this shit, laughing, <laughs> right? I know you are enjoying yourself. Now, bruv, hey, I have a proposition for ya. Hey, hey, baby boo. How about, you know, how about after lunch, right? 
How about you know? How about I pour you a fucking, a fucking glass of my blood? <laughs> how about that? Huh? How about I pour you a glass of my blood, and then you know, you return the favor, because evidently this is how love goes, right? Fam, you can just imagine what Jenna Jackson and Jermaine Dupree were up to, bruh. You can just imagine. Because fam, if this is how love goes, if this is the way that love goes, bruh, hey, you can just imagine. Whoa, whoa. Because hey, we already know that Jenna Jackson's brother was a fucking weirdo. We already know that Mikey, Mikey was up to no good. <laughs> right? Allegedly. We already know that Mikey, hey dude, Mikey was a wild boy. Niggas are out here drinking each other's blood. What's going on? Hey, Ducky, Ducky, the fuck is Hannanen? Huh? Hey, hey, Ducky, Ducky, how about drink the fucking blood, dog? <laughs> drink the blood, my nigga. You signed up for this shit. Now drink the blood. Okay? Stop complaining and drink the fucking blood. It's normal. Everybody does it. Right? Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood. So evidently it's okay. Right? Drinking blood is normal practice. Everybody does it, my nigga. Ducky, drink the fucking blood! <laughs> Oh, uh, they used to abuse me, Xebra. Hey, they used to abuse me. They used to force me to, to drink blood, bruh. Drink the fucking blood. Okay? Drink the blood. Your parents are weirdos. And let's keep it a buck, Ducky. You are a creeperzoid as well. Right? Hey, Ducky, listen, I feel bad for you. A little bit, right? A little bit. But, hey, nigga, have you seen thyself? Hey, I'm just saying, bruh, am I the only person who's aware of how Toki looks? Am I the only person? Why is everybody, hey, bro, why is everybody on social media overlooking the fact that Toki looks like a blood drinker? Bruh, he looks like a blood guzzler. Why am I the only person? Bruh, hey, what's going on? Are you niggas blind? Huh, Baliloil, evidently. You niggas don't see what I see. Bruh, Ducky looks like a blood guzzler. He looks like he enjoyed drinking the blood. There's what it is. Look at him. This fucking kid looks like a weird mix of Chucky and a fucking vampire. Who the fuck is this kid? Where the fuck does he come from? Where the fuck did they find this fucking kid? He doesn't look real. Did I lie? Did I lie? Bruv, let's cut this shit. Let's stop beating around the bush. Okay? The truth of the matter is, Toki used to love sipping on human blood. Once upon a time, he enjoyed it. Right? He enjoyed the taste. Right? He fucking enjoyed it. Now, granted, granted, he was groomed 
into it. He was raised into it. And in many ways, he was born into it. Don't get me wrong. I get the fact that Toki was abused into drinking human blood. I get it. I get it. However, once upon a time, Toki enjoyed the taste, right? the aroma, right? the fucking flavors, the smell, the texture of human blood or, or, or just blood in general. So have you ever done DMT? Now, bruv, I see you niggas expressing your outrage all over social media. Like, oh my God, how could Yolandi do this to this precious little boy? How could Ninja do this to this precious little kid? <laughs> I see you niggas. Right? I see you niggas expressing just how heartbroken and hurt y'all are. And bruv, I get it. Right? I get it. All fucking facts, I fucking get it. However, right? On the other hand, I'm like, why are you niggas shocked? Right? I get that you niggas are outraged. And you niggas are concerned for Toki. Bruh, hey, I'm concerned for Toki as well. Sort of, kinda. You know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Bruh, I'm concerned too. Nah, not really. Bruh, hey, I care. Uh, you know, uh, you know, care is, you know, is, is, is pushing it a little bit. Hey, bruh, hey, I care. Okay? I fucking care about Toki. However... What the fuck were you niggas expecting from the Antwort? Bruh, what the fuck did y'all niggas expect? Huh? Fam, when I saw the story, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Right? It makes sense that the Antwort would expose a kid to porn and criminals, and blood rituals. It makes perfect sense! It's on brand. That's literally their whole brand. That's who they are. Right? I don't understand the shock. Legit, prof, I don't get it. How the fuck you getting cake, but you with the Mickey D's on a day, little bitch? Why you hate, little bitch? Come around, never say it to my face, little bitch. You a op, little bitch. Slide through, smack your ass with the Glock, little bitch. You don't shop, little bitch. Heard you stole everything you got, little bitch. You a grown, little bitch, but your ass ain't living on your own, little bitch. You a wrong, little bitch. Sneak dissing every time you hear my song, little bitch. You a thigh, little bitch. Put the pics on the gram and your bro, little bitch. You a pop, little bitch. Dick riding cause a nigga got a tie, little bitch. You a ratchet, little bitch. Fuck the block, now you hollering out squad, little bitch. Squad. You, you, you a fire, little bitch. Got everybody came out the car, little bitch. Balance me. Please, balance me. Because I truly don't understand where the shock is coming from. Oh, how could they... Why are they drinking blood? Why are they experimenting with black magic? Bruh, my question is, why are you shocked? Because blood, gore, and gangsterism 
are the antwords modus operandi. They've been doing this from the beginning. They've been demon gangsters from the jump. They marketed themselves as demon gangsters since day one. They've been spooky from the jump. They've been creepy from the jump. Now, bruv, why are you shocked? Huh? Why are you shocked that demon gangsters, right? People who marketed themselves as demon gangsters. Why are you shocked that they are playing around with black magic? Why are you shocked that they have a fucking minor drinking blood? Why are you shocked that they have a minor watching porn and literally chilling with killers? Why are you shocked? These niggas have been this way since day one. Every story I've ever heard about the Antwoord. It's just, it's just wacky, right? Every story is wacky, spooky, evil, dark, and just, and just gangster, right? Like, legit, bruv, these niggas are really gangsters. They chill with real gangsters. They chill with real killers. Like, literal killers, niggas. With bodies like the baby. Bruh. Rolling Stone dropped a video of the baby's first body. Well, of the baby catching his first body in Walmart back in 2018. Right? All I'ma say is that video right there, bruh, that shit. Doesn't look like self-defense. It looks like the baby was the aggressor. Just saying. Right? Bruv, the baby has long maintained, right? He has long maintained that a 2019 shooting in a Walmart was self-defense. Now, new surveillance footage and interviews raise doubts. About that claim. It's getting spooky. And the Antwoord. Has been spooky. The fuck is handing in. In South Africa. What's going on? Huh? What's going on. In South Africa. Everything is happening. At the same damn time. All fucking facts. Bruv. The Department of Home Affairs has shed light on how self-proclaimed prophet Shepherd Bushiri illegally used tithes from his church and an aircraft to obtain documents for permanent residency in South Africa. Oh, 
in final submissions filed in a disciplinary case against the senior official who granted approval for Bushiri's permanent residency, the department goes to length to show that Bushiri and his family did not qualify for a permanent residency after they used bank accounts of their church and an aircraft purchased for $1.2 million as proof of an investment they were going to make. The department contended that Bushiri did not have a net worth of 12 million rands and instead used the bank account of the church for his application in 2016. It's getting spooky. Okay? Accepting for the moment that one could consider an aircraft as an investment. It could be purchased for commercial slash freight business use. However, purchasing it for personal use as Bushiri did does not constitute an investment. Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Mensa, sir. I'm a businessman with a business plan I'm gonna make you money in business land I'm a cool guy talking about GameStop I'm definitely not a cop Why'd you say you're not a cop? Because I'm not I think that you're a cop I also think that you're a cop uh, Listen boys, you better both stop Or I'll have you arrested I'm not a cop I'm a businessman with a business tan I spend my days in a big black unmarked van If you wanna talk turkey, I'm here to talk shop I'm definitely not a cop You're a motherfucking cop I can tell from the way that you stand And you said that you worked in an unmarked van Well listen boys, I'm not a I'm not a cop I'm a businessman in a coffee shop With a loaded pistol and a bulletproof vest I saw my wife get killed by the drug cartel I'm not a cop South Africa is a fucking shit show At this rate, sell this country to China And bruv, I got a question for China Ayo, hey, uh, CCP the fuck are you niggas doing? Hey, hey, Chinese Communist Party, what are you doing? Who's the propaganda for? You niggas are setting up Potemkin villages with fake shoppers walking past heaps of vegetables and presenting this as proof that Shanghai has food on state television? Like, bruh, what are you niggas doing? Nobody believes that shit. We don't believe you, you need all the people. And you ain't got the people because you killed all the people. Huh? You kidnapped all the people, right? You brainwashed all the people. You need more people. You niggas are silly. Niggas be out there, like bruh, hey, niggas be out there setting up Potemkin villages, right? With fucking grocery stores, right, full of food. And the niggas in Shanghai are like, nah, that's not real. That's not real. Hey, bruv, I work at that fucking grocery store. There's no food over there. The fuck is the Chinese Communist Party doing? Niggas are going hungry in Shanghai. This fucking zero COVID thing doesn't work. Okay, this zero COVID policy makes no fucking sense. It doesn't work because COVID-19 
is not going anywhere. It's still out here. Numbers are going up yet again. COVID-19 cases are going up yet again. Right? We have no choice but to live with it. My children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on. All right? That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to, I, I will call every. That's three minutes. You can come past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday. What a shit show. These COVID-19 lockdowns are a shit show. China, in general, is a shit show. South Africa has been a shit show. As a matter of fact, we are the definition of a shit show. So might as well, might as well sell South Africa to the Chinese. I mean, bruv, the Chinese are buying up Africa anyway. Right? These niggas are gobbling up Africa anyway. So might as well sell South Africa to the Chinese. All facts. Man, fuck it. Sell South Africa to the Russians. Legit! Vladimir Putin is literally the richest man in the world. So might as well sell South Africa to Vladimir. Legit. Sell South Africa to Vladimir. Bruh, did y'all see Vladimir Putin? Huh? Did y'all see that this fucking guy attended an Orthodox Easter service in Moscow? Did y'all see that shit? Huh? Bruv, fact checkers from the AP and the BBC, right, say that Russian President Vladimir Putin attended an Orthodox Easter service last week Sunday in Moscow. Bruh. And bruv, yo, niggas are out there claiming that, yo, these fucking images are edited, nah, 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 nah. Nah. The Associated Press pulled up and said, nah, these pictures are real. Right? These pictures were taken on April 24th. Relax. Relax. Right? Multiple news services covered the service, including AFP and Reuters. And an AP photographer was present at the service, and he took, well, he or she, I don't know. He took, well, she took, I, I don't know, they they took? What? Who the fuck? Bruh, is the photographer a woman, a man, a them, a they? Right? Jesus fucking Christ. The fuck is happening then? I'm trying to get the pronouns right. I'm trying to be on the right side of history. Work with me. The fuck? 10,000 uh, strong men and women uh, representing uh, the values espoused by the African National Congress. Youth, uh, gender, those living with disabilities, those coming from the LGBTQIT communities, uh, plus communities. An AP photographer was present at the service and took multiple photos of Vladimir Putin on April 24th. Right? So this nigga, yo, this nigga had a good Easter. This fucking guy loves Jesus. He loves God, right? Vladimir Putin evidently worships a living God. He prays to a living, breathing, working God. Legit. May all of you fucking heathens learn. Learn from Vladimir. Hore, le hodimo le
All facts. Sell South Africa to Vladimir Putin. Right? He's a God-fearing man. All facts. I could rather be sold to a good guy like Vladimir Putin. I could rather be sold right, to a God-fearing man like Vladimir Putin. What type of guy are you looking for, Maui? I'm looking for a guy who is God-fearing, who's bubbly, right? Who knows how to fight, who can protect me, who's also a multi-gazillionaire. He must have a car. He must have a car, right? Welcome to date, my family. Hello. <laughs> Bruv, yo, yo, imagine Vladimir Putin on date, my family. Bruh. Wallin Legit We live in a crazy fucking time So yeah Yeah Right Sell me and South Africa To Vladimir Putin This is what it is He's a good guy He's a God fearing man And evidently he's bubbly Look at him He's bubbly Right He's a fun guy Like Kawhi Right Who wouldn't want to chill With Vladimir Putin He's a fun dude Legit! He's always happy. He's always smiling. All fucking facts. Look at him. Look at him. Right? So might as well. Might as well sell South Africa to Vladimir Putin. Сегодня, в последний день уходящего века, я ухожу в отставку. Свобода слова, свобода совести, свобода средств массовой информации, права собственности. Эти основополагающие элементы цивилизованного общества будут надежно защищены государством. Новым годом вас, с новым веком. is a good guy but bruv do you know who's better man man yo yo elon musk is better right let's bring back elon man elon bruh come back home come back home right pta needs you my nigga come back home elon musk just bought twitter for 44 billion dollars whoa Hey, come back home. Fam, yo, yo, Elon just purchased Twitter for 44 billion, my nigga. Listen, listen. Elon would buy South Africa for half of that. Legit. Fam, yo, yo, Elon, Elon, you can buy South Africa on the Checkers 60 Minutes app. All facts. 
South Africa is on sale on the 60 Minutes app. Bruh, what a nap. God damn it, what a nap. What a nap, bruh. Yo, yo, salute to checkers. Your app is incredible, fam. Fam, yo, listen. <laughs> I now love grocery shopping. Okay? The 60 Minutes app. Bruh, yo, fam. Yo, yo, yo. Wow. Like, bro, yo, yo, I'm speechless. I'm fucking, what an app. These motherfuckers found a way to gamify food. They found a way to gamify groceries. Bro, fam, that app is fun. Okay? Dude, yo, fam, like right now, as I'm recording this shit, I have an urge, right? A sudden urge to, to buy some soup. Legit. I have an urge right now to buy some vegetables. Legit, bruv. Yo, the 60 Minutes app has gamified groceries. And I love it. I love it. Whoever thought that me, Maui Mao, right? Gangster himself. Right? Whoever thought that me, me, Maui Mao, would be a lover of groceries. Like, bro, like, dude, whoa. Whoa, I'm a man, bro. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm grown now. I'm grown. Right? My voice finally broke. You hear that? <laughs> right? Me and Carl Anthony Towns are grown. Right? Me and Cat are grown. Right? We a man. Like, we grew up. Jill, we here now. Like, you know? We grew up. <clears throat> we grew up. We are men. <laughs> the 60 Minutes app is incredible. But I digress. Elon, please. Please. Buy South Africa. Please. Buy South Africa. We need you, sir. I'm in New York. Time to get some new money. Who want to be a business partner with the boss? You want to be a business partner with the boss? You? You want to be a business partner with the boss? He turned his back. Right there. He don't know what that is. Billionaire. It's a billionaire, Ricky Rose. He ain't even know it. It's all good, though. It's a lot of people turned their back on me. Ain't believe in the vision. That's fine. And I want you to understand there's a lot of people who are going to turn their back and won't see the vision as long as you do. And it's crystal clear. Am I a fan of Elon Musk? No. However, bruv, listen, yo. I can gobble up my pride. Right? I can gobble up my dislike for Elon Musk. Hey, listen. I'm willing to put all of that shit aside. Come back home. Purchase South Africa. Purchase South Africa. We need you, sir. We need you. Bruv. Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter led to a more than $100 billion hit to Tesla's stock last week Tuesday, significantly driving down the CEO's fortune that he's plowing into his takeover of Twitter. Nah, nah, you know what, Elon, man, nah, 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 don't, don't buy us anymore. It's all good. Evidently, you need the money. <laughs> Hey, hey, nah, 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 you know what, you know what, 
forget that I said anything, my nigga. Nah, it's all good. Nah, it's all, it's all, it's all good, man. Like, we'll, you know, we'll sell ourselves to Brazil or India. Hey, 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 Elon, take it easy, man. It's all good, shit. Jesus, brother, $100 billion hit, man. Nah, nah, yo, Elon, sorry, bruh. You know, this nigga just spent 44 and then Tesla stock lost a hundred, bruh. Yo, whoa, the math is just, whoa, whoa, the math is just wild, right? The math is just, whoa, whoa. Nah, you know what, Elon, nah, nah, it's all good, bruh. You know, we'll be all right. We'll be okay, nah, 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 it's all good. Right, do your thing like, yo, yo, live your life, my nigga. Live your life. Right? God damn, dude, yo. Yo, in South Africa, take it easy. Elon is no longer South African. Elon Musk is American. Legit. Elon Musk is as American as Chloe Bailey's ass. Bruh, hey, Chloe Bailey leads with the ass. Okay? Hey, Chloe, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> right, yo, dude, she's doing a bit too much. She's trying too hard. Relax. Relax. Like, bro, we are sick and tired of seeing your ass. Relax. Okay? Take it easy. And, bro, hey, your ass is mediocre. Relax. Jesus. The fuck? Bro, yo, Chloe Bailey leads with her ass in every situation she goes in ass first okay bruv yo if it was up to her she would walk backwards so that everybody gets to see the ass she would walk backwards everywhere she goes everywhere she went she would lead with her fucking ass we get it jesus sick and tired man yo your americans are wild Right? Americans are fucking wild. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Yemen is facing an extreme humanitarian crisis. However, a truce has brought hope to Yemen. A glimmer of hope for Yemen exists in the form of a truce, which has now been held for three weeks, far longer than any previous cessation of hostilities that offers a chance to steer Yemen in a new direction. The people of Yemen have endured war for nearly seven years. The United Nations reckons that nearly 400,000 people have died as a result, and more than three million people have been displaced from their homes. More than 24 million people need humanitarian assistance. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Yemen is in the throes of the world's worst humanitarian crisis. The poorest Arab nation was already in dire straits. But a civil war that erupted in 2014 has made the situation even more grim. Now, international support to end the conflict is growing. That's because ordinary Yemenis desperately need help, caught in a conflict that has become a proxy war between regional powers Saudi Arabia and Iran. Also increasing pressure is the killing of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi, a hit that US intelligence believes was orchestrated by the Saudis. 
The killing shined a light on the U.S. role in the war and its support for Saudi Arabia, which is leading a coalition battling Iranian-backed Houthi rebels. The task of bringing the war to a close will be filled with challenges. To understand them, it helps to look at Yemen's tangle of sectarian fault lines, its history of civil war, and the motivations of regional and world powers. Yemen sits at the southern tip of the Arabian Peninsula, overlooking the vital shipping lanes of the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden. The nation's history has been marked by colonization and dynastic rule. For decades, it was split between two nations, north and south. During the 1960s, war erupted. Spasms of civil war continued. By 1990, the north took over the south, forming a unified Yemen. Yemen's longtime autocratic ruler, President Ali Abdullah Saleh, once described the challenge of navigating Yemen's complicated tribal politics as dancing on the heads of snakes. Saleh was perhaps the trickiest player of all, manipulating allies and enemies alike. For years, he took billions of dollars from the U.S. to fight al-Qaeda, even as he enlisted the militants to fight his own domestic enemies. He was ousted in 2011 after a pro-democracy Arab Spring uprising, but the democracy that Yemenis had hoped for didn't materialize. The latest civil war began in 2014 when Saleh allied with the Houthis and together they took over the capital Sana'a and much of the north and west. President Abed Rabbo Mansour Hadi fled to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia formed a coalition of Arab and Gulf states to push back the Houthis, who they believed were backed by Iran. The US and European countries have sold billions of dollars worth of weapons to the coalition. The Houthis, inspired by Iran's revolution, are fiercely anti-American and anti-Western, portraying themselves as defenders of Yemeni's Zaidi Shiite minority. Iran denies supplying the rebels, but the U.S. says it has evidence. Complicating the picture are militants, mainly Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, once called the terrorist organization's most dangerous branch. The U.S. has long sought to strike at militant groups in Yemen, and its use of drones has dramatically grown in recent years. After the Khashoggi killing, the U.S. has cut back on its logistical support to the Saudi coalition. The ensuing war has been devastating, with estimates of more than 60,000 people killed, millions driven from their homes, and vast destruction to the infrastructure from coalition bombing. It has also pushed Yemen into near famine, with millions at risk of starving to death. The AP's reporting over the past year uncovered new dimensions to the tragedy. Mothers and fathers are giving up food so they can dedicate what little they do have to keeping their starving children alive. Coalition member United Arab Emirates has set up a network of secret prisons all around the South where torture is rampant, including sexual abuse. After AP's reporting, dozens of prisoners were released. Torture is also rife in the prisons of the Houthi rebels, who have jailed thousands in crackdowns aimed at eliminating any dissent, or just aimed at collecting captives that they can use to trade for ransom or their own captured fighters. As the UN and the international community push for an end to the conflict, it remains to be seen whether a peaceful, unified Yemen is possible. Houthis don't want a return to how it was before the latest war, and the country is more fragmented than ever. Coalition-backed militias that control parts of the South don't necessarily support Hadi. Some in the South want to secede. Militants feel emboldened. Even if the war ends soon, Yemen will struggle with its legacy for years to come. Mm. 
it's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. an explanation and you're 1000% right you stole some of my thunder there because I was damn sure gonna get in on those athletes those outfits Mr. Zoolander is what I call him Zoolander you're the male model the movie the male model that's what the <laughs> hell he want to be okay we see that all right but I got so much more to say let me say this notice I said Kyrie Irving is one of the most selfish superstars we've ever seen and obviously one of the most selfish athletes we've ever seen I didn't say the word the, the, the as in number one, because obviously he ain't got nothing on Ben Simmons. Nobody is worse than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons might also be the weakest, most pathetic excuse for a professional athlete we have ever seen in not just American history, but the history of sports. I can't think, I can't think of a professional athlete that has come across more pathetic than this man. Friday on Countdown, what did I say? They came out with the news. They said Ben Simmons gonna play game four. I said, excuse me, it's 72 hours from now. I'll wait, I I'll said, wait. I'll wait. I said, I'll wait, <laughs> it's 72 hours from now. Come to me Monday, cause that brother ain't playing. You know why? Because if you're gonna play for game four, why wouldn't you play for Saturday's game three? It's 2-0. You see what Boston's doing. To your teammates if you got anything that's the game you wanted to be in not when you down 3-0 there's no way in hell he was gonna play tonight and I'm telling you something right now as a result there's certain facts that need to be thrown out there Daryl Morey won this won this trade now we got mm -hmm. I gotta stand up and be like Daryl Morey my bad brother I thought you lost same here I same thought here you, I thought you lost this trade I'm thinking Ben Simmons with Seth Curry with, with Andre Drummond and two first round pick you got hoes Daryl Morey knew something the rest of us didn't my apologies Daryl Morey he won this damn trade because I don't give a damn how James Harden doesn't look like James Harden in Houston still can ball still can give you 20 and 10 alright but he's not the James Harden in Houston I don't give a damn he could average 5 points and he's a better product than Ben Simmons. That's how pathetic Ben Simmons is right now. So Daryl Morey clearly won the trade. Number two, let me say this on national television to Mr. Rich Paul for Clutch Sports. You have to get rid of Ben Simmons. It's bad for business. You can't represent this dude. He don't want to play. But he won his money. Like you said, the outfits that he's wearing, the stuff that he's posting on social media. I promise you, you'll check. You'll see him in L.A. or Calabasas. I promise him. You, I promise you, you're going to see him in South Beach. How much you want to make a bet his back injury ain't hit it? It ain't going to be bothering him then. I told y'all we try. We still trying to find out. Did he hit a pothole on the New Jersey Turnpike? Was he getting his groove on and tweaked his hip or something? Is that why the hell he got a bad back? Don't you notice this thing about bad backs? 
Y'all know this as professional athletes. The back is the toughest thing to diagnose. See, with a knee, ankle, Achilles, ACL, whatever, it could be anything. The doctor can say, you're well enough. Where they can't do that is with the back. Anybody that's in sports in any capacity knows that you can't diagnose what's going on with somebody's back but so much. You're literally at the mercy of the player. His family flying into town, supposedly to watch him play. Everybody's covering for him. He's on the bench, Molly. Green one day. I tell you. Orange the next. Got on pink shades, looking like Zoolander and all of this other I mean, you can't make this up. You can't make this up. I mean, this brother put me, he'll put Fabio to shame. I mean, you got to be kidding me. This is what the hell he has done. And, and got the nerve knowing. He hasn't played any NBA minutes this year more than me or you, or Molly for that matter. Got the audacity to be filing a grievance to recoup $20 million. And he's showing up on the practice court, or he's showing up and warming up when he warming, he didn't throw a pass. You know why he did that, guys? Because that means he still gets his money. He's a participant. He's trying. He's a disgrace. Enough's enough for this. And the fact is, is that this dude is robbing money and when, is, is stealing money, rather. And when the NBA has their collective bargaining negotiations and they go to the players and they start talking about pay for play because you ain't going to be able to get this money any longer while you sitting out and refusing to play. And you can try to hold out if you want to. There's only a few of y'all that's making those mega dollars. They can talk about the average salary in the NBA is over 10 million. Well, you got cats making 50, 45 to 50 million, and then you got cats making a few hundred thousand dollars. There's a huge discrepancy there. And you take away the few marquee players, and it ain't like that. You think you can sit out all you want to. The owners are coming. And when they come and they put in a Ben Simmons rule or a Kyrie rule, I want to see how supportive the players are of them. them. You, they screwed the players over, and, they, and they're oh. costing these players. Watch. I just want to be the Zoolander rule. That's right. I stood here tonight, and I made fun of the president of the United States, and I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine, right? It is my great honor to be speaking tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader events. <laughs> no, for real, people, what are we doing here? Let's be honest, what are we doing? Like, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? Nothing, huh? Like, do you read any of your own newspapers? I mean, I expect this from Sean Hannity, but the rest of you, what are you doing here? I mean, Dr. Fauci dropped out. That should have been a pretty big sign. Fauci thought it was too dangerous to come tonight. Pete Davidson thinks it's okay. And we all went with Pete, okay. All right then. Uh, now for those who don't know me, uh, my name is Trevor Noah and I'm, I'm really honored to be here, honestly. Um, you know, because you could have picked any comedian, you could have invited anyone, but you went with the South African variants. Very on theme. I appreciate that. Just chill, we're celebrating, we're out. You know, get comfortable. Not too comfortable, Jeffrey Tubin. Not too comfortable. And by the way, give it up for Kirsten Cinema. Whoever thought we'd see the day in American politics when a senator could be openly bisexual but closeted Republican, huh? That's progress. That's progress.
And yes, it is risky making jokes these days, you know. I mean, we all saw what happened at the Oscars. Um, I've actually been a little bit worried about tonight. I, I won't lie, you know. I was like, what if I make like a really mean joke, you know, about like Kellyanne Conway, and then her husband rushes up on the stage and thanks me. <laughs> I just hope we all stay calm. Many big names here tonight. Yeah, one of my favorites, Ronda Sanctus, is here. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm actually surprised that he found the time. You know, he's been so busy trying to outmaneuver Trump for 2024. I see you, Ron. I see you, Flair. Yeah, I've seen what you've been doing blaming Trump for the lockdowns, distancing yourself from the vaccines that Trump created with his own two hands. Nobody knew how to make vaccines until I made them. Beautiful, beautiful vaccines. Nobody knew how. Not even Fauci. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me here. You know, I was a little confused about why me, but then I was told that you get your highest approval ratings when a biracial African guy is standing next to you. So, uh... <laughs> uh so let me just say, uh, Joe, uh, I'm glad that I could uh, do my part. And uh, hopefully this will work. I'm not actually him, I just did the voice. <laughs> Think of all the journalists whose careers have been hurt by the Biden presidency. People like Daniel Dale. He used to be CNN's star fact checker on TV every day, but now there's barely anything to check. Years, is that correct? That's not correct. No, that's not quite right. The way you phrased it is not quite right. That's not correct. Okay. Did I read that correctly? Uh, it says perpetrated, but other than that, yes. Are you trying to resist that you didn't have dinner with Mr. Depp and drinks? I'm not trying to resist that, but it's not quite right. Ms. Heard, didn't you? That is not accurate. Correct? Ms. Bredehoff, that is not accurate. Is your testimony today under oath that you did not tell your husband that you were going to be conducting the examination of Amber? That is my testimony. I'll, I'll read it for you if you're having difficulty. Okay, no, no, your no. answer was under oath, correct. That is not my opinion. I'm asking you a question. I'd like you to try to answer okay. my question. You understand that if you her last wife. Uh, Dr. Curry, I'm not going to ask you to try to bring in extraneous things. I'm asking you what you recall of these But notes. the dates would have been different. So, so now you're an expert on Rocky Pennington and her dynamics with a Amber Heard. Okay. Your show, F is for Family, I relate to it because it's about parenting in the 70s. And that's, you know, that was when I was parented like you. What do you think of parents now? How do you compare them to parents in the 70s? Oh, it's just completely, the kids have so much power. It's like ridiculous. Like half of these kids, I'm like, I look and I just have what happened to me. And I'm like looking at a kid and be like, this kid's about ready to get punted across the grocery store. And it just never happens. Right. They just... They just don't get hit. And I think it's hurting You're this mad. country. You're mad. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, like, Let's get this leak. You're mad that children are, are not being uh, this, hit. This should be the threat of it. Half of it, it was just that, look, it was just your dad was acting like he was going to do it. He never did it, but your mother did. And because... <laughs> She was no, because she was a woman. It was like okay, because yeah. it was like hey, you know, you let a girl beat you up, you know, you kind of felt emasculated. Yeah. 
We had a rule, like, I actually, a lot of the stuff that I look at from when I was a kid that actually kind of made sense in a way is now, would now be considered like abuse, I guess. Like when I was a kid, if you didn't finish your supper, as we called it. Supper, yeah. Yeah, my mother was just like, well, you're going to finish, you're gonna, um, she would just wrap it in cellophane and you just picked up where you left off for breakfast, like, like a blue collar job. Like you take the shovel out of the hole and just start digging it again. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember one night we had cube steaks. <laughs> which is like one of the toughest pieces of meat. I don't know if you guys, everything's so like Asian-infused, Wagyu beef, everybody's eating that crap right. now. But cube steak was like, they had, literally had to hit it with a hammer to make it like edible. And uh, so we were having cube steaks. And I forget, my little brother was still in a high chair and he couldn't finish his. So my mother goes, all right, we're well, just going to have to eat it for breakfast. And that was like eight hours away, which was like half his life. So he's like, all right, I'll, I'll take that deal. <laughs> so the next morning, we, I remember we were having waffles. My mother always made Sunday breakfast. So we had all these waffles, eggs, bacon, this whole layout. My brother was looking at half-eaten cube steaks and a little mound of green bean casserole. And he goes, so he looked at my mom. He goes, mom, can I have a waffle? And she goes, no, you got to finish your supper. He's like, well... After I finish my waffle, uh, supper, then can I have a waffle? She goes, no, that is your breakfast. And he goes, oh, mom, I hate you. And my dad, without looking up, took a full glass of milk and threw it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. This is what kills me. What kills you me. You want everyone today to have as miserable a childhood as no. you had. <laughs> No, but it was kind of funny. I just, we know what's hilarious was my mother just popped up and just immediately started cleaning up and my dad just kept eating. Like he didn't like, no, like the roles were defined back then. Now the guy has to throw the milk. He has to clean it up while telling his wife she's brave for just sitting there. Like whatever that is. Can you hear it? Oh, oh, I know. Women are so overrated, right? We, we went from... Wait, not, wait, what? We wait, went... Wait, what? We what? went... Wait, we went, what? We went from not listening to them to now it's just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Like that believe women. It's like all of them. How about, how about 85%? I'll give you 87%, all right? But that last 13% that keys your car, lights your shit on fire, and puts a family pet in a, in a pot of stew. <laughs> Who put a pet in a pot of stew? Glenn Close. Oh, Glenn that, Close, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, okay, all right. I think I it was a separately boy. You know what I'm, I miss? I miss, yeah, tougher parenting and evidence. Those are the things that I miss from my childhood. Evidence? Yeah. You mean Due people... process... Right. Somebody says something happened and then someone else goes, well, I said it happened this way, like the old gumshoe shows. Then they had to figure it out. Right. Yeah, that doesn't exist now on, on social media. It's just, right. like, it's just frontier justice. Right. You feel how nervous everybody just got in here? The fact that I just suggested that there should be due process? <laughs> this guy's talking crazy, man. Did he just join ISIS? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This is this is what this, it is. This, no, what I'm saying. <laughs> and then the woos that they agreed, but they were they didn't agree when it counted. We can add. We'll digitally add woos. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> we have the woo machine. Uh, <laughs> you are way too angry. Fifty is still relatively young. You are the you have the anger of of a 110 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> All these telephones. I I can't argue.
I just want to thank everybody for letting me record now. All the money that I record off this record goes to peace. And uh, let's get into it. I met you on the battlefields of the Apollo. Saw you in Vietnam, lost an arm in the Mideast War. In Nigeria. Oh yeah, she was young and free then. I was searching for freedom. President Nixon, if you'd seen me in Washington D.C. last week, we could have ended it all. I'm really not a freak. I'm just trying to do my thing and end the war. I have no bitterness against you for locking my friends away too. Let your secret service kill me if that's what you want to. Makes no difference. I'll be reborn in the afterlife. Oh yeah. She was young and free then. Vietnam brothers, drop down your guns, rejoice, the war is over now. Oh wow! No politicians, no pieces of paper can make it die. Believe in God, and we'll all fly to heaven when we die. Oh yeah. He was young and free then. Searching for freedom. You look nice. I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, thank you very much. I just came from the airport. Oh. This is my travel and coach vibes. I like your traveling yeah. coach vibes. Wait, did you just get here? I thought you were already here um, in New York. Well, I had to go to LA and come back. Oh. So I just traveled to get something for Kim. You went all the way to LA to get something for Kim? Mm-hmm. You were something else. What did you get? Well, that's what she wants to show you. Oh. Kim. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, girl. I wanted to show you guys. Yeah, because yeah, I was just going to cry, so I didn't want Don't to. Don't cry. But I won't cry, because I don't know. Yeah, so Kanye flew home last night. And he came back this morning. I want to show you guys what he got me. <laughs> Gorgeous Oh my God. Oh. I want to show you guys what he got me. He got me all of the sets take back. Oh my God. And he flew home and got oh. the computer was on the hard drive. And 
met up with Ray J at the airport and got it all back for me. Oh, Kim. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I know Kanye did this for me, but he also did this for my kids. I want to shield them from as much as I can. And if I had the power to, or if Kanye has the power to, like, that is just the most important thing to me. And I'm just, like, so emotional because of it. Oh, my God. And I just... Finally just means a lot to me. No. I think I need a security guard just to stand by this janky bag. Thank you for Kanye and for his unbelievable way he does things and the ability to get something done. And Amen. probably a big, fat, huge check. So we're all very grateful. Oh, definitely not no check. We're not getting it stored ever again. Oh, no. No way. That That's was such amazing. an awesome thing you did. Well, you also knew how much it meant to her and how hard she's been trying to do that for years and years. I watched it. It was just footage of us at a restaurant, at a nightclub, nothing sexual, nothing weird. And so now I can take a deep breath and not worry about this right before SNL, right before the bar, right before like everything. Well, I'm so happy. Thank you for doing that. Hey, how good is God that this happened like right here at this time? Well, you can negotiate my next deal. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Can we just really quick say a quick prayer for you tonight? Yes. Oh, okay. Oops, sorry. We ready? Chloe, okay. you're good at prayers. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for bringing us together. May we always be united and never divided. May we always try to do the right thing and leave people a little better than how we met them. Lord, please give Kimberly all the strength, all the confidence she needs tonight. Please give us all the love and grace and let us be covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. And let us please have a sense of humor and no one take anything personally that I say. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, Kimmy. Yay, Kim. Yay, Kim. And now you can go ahead and kill it on us. I love you, baby. Love you, I'm so kids. happy. I love you. We got the ticket. Annie, we got it. <laughs> I don't know what happens in Dubai when you take these girls there. Look, when we take the girl in Dubai, we go like to have just fun, you know, to entertain people. Come on, sir. You're not telling the truth, man. In uh, Dubai, uh, it goes down. Uh, when the when the slay queens go to Dubai, what happens? Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. It's part of the game. Yeah, yeah but, but what, what happens? But what happens to them? What? No. Tell us the stories. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Man, I'll tell you. <laughs> Some of them are forced to give camels blowjobs. Camels. Whoa. Some of them get crapped on in the face, in the stomach. Yeah. yeah. They're forced to have all types of crazy, wild sex with different people. Like yeah. And troops. they get paid for that. It not only happens in the Middle East, Dubai, but sometimes when they go to the Seychelles as well, that's what goes down. Yeah. It's but just that, sodomy, that's man. That's all it is. We, we don't yeah. force them. You understand? Yeah, yeah. That's why they choose. You understand? I don't want people tomorrow to come to say, so you, okay, look, you took the girl in Dubai, you took the girl so in you, the you, USA. You, you've shit on someone. Why, what do you mean? I'm saying, like, take Are a shit on taking the, a crap on somebody's face? Yeah. Why not? Those things happen. Have you done that? Those no. things happen. But have you done that? <laughs> look, I can say, I don't need those things happen. You've done you it. Understand? <laughs> so, look, you've done that. Look, look, that. look, look where Joe is taking me down. But why would you, you do that? Like, why, why would you do that? Man, we we want to have it, a... Hold on, hold on. Is it sex or is it to dehumanize... No, 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 no. We want to have a fun. What, what can we do? <laughs> Where's the fun? <laughs> Where's... You enjoy this. My nigga. <laughs> 
The fallout continues from the disappointing ending to the Nets season. After getting swept by the Boston Celtics, Kyrie's squad has been at the center of a lot of conversation, including on this show. He tweeted this yesterday. When I see my name or my brothers' and sisters' names getting spun through the media, I refer to all my research about who they are. Their job is to control public perception, all while profiting off of, discussing, discrediting, and disrespecting people's lives for entertainment. He went on to say, I sent shots at the puppet masters, not the puppets. All the puppets do is run around society trying to gain popularity and state opinions. What a life. My name is worth billions to these media corporations. My brothers and sisters who deal with this know exactly what I mean. All right. Uh, Stephen A. and Keyshawn still here with me. Stephen A., your response to those tweets. And, and there were more by Kyrie. That was just a portion of them. <clears throat> I'm going to be calm when I say this, Key. <clears throat> we are witnessing one of the most delusional athletes in American history. He's He's lost. Because he's so big on telling everybody else they're lost. Kyrie is also slick. Because he's trying to get away with something that I'm not going to allow him to get away from. You can try to paint this issue, Kyrie, into anything you want. What it comes down to and what everybody's focusing on, you don't want to show up to work. You want to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, while you got your hand out for somebody else's money. And then when you get called on it, we're the peons. We're the ones who are puppets. So before you excoriated us, now you're pitying us. Because what you want to do is highlight the puppet masters who you are worth billions too. You're not worth billions, bro. Millions, yes. Billions, no. That's delusional. You gave that up years ago. Kyrie Irving, Keyshawn, as I've said on many occasions, is arguably the most spectacular talent in the NBA. He is box office. I remember taking the liberty of calling out Isaiah Thomas. My buddy, because he was on NBA TV the night Kyrie Irving dropped 60. And basically the paraphrase like, you see this, Stephen A., what about now? Blah, 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 blah. And I said to Isaiah Thomas, what the hell you think I'm talking about? That's what we want to see. You're so spectacular. We want to see you play. Kyrie actually looks down on us because we want to see him play. And we're demanding that you play. You played 20 games your first year in Brooklyn. That means you missed, what is it, 62 games or whatever, but I think the season was halted at that time because of uh, the pandemic, okay? But you missed your share games. You come back the next year, you play 54 games. You come back this year, it's the pandemic. You missed 53 games. Kyrie Irving is one of the greatest professionals at missing work. Right now, the season is over. He got six months off. Six months off on top of the 53 games that he missed. Okay? And he's getting paid over $30 million. And don't think for one second he didn't get his money. He got his money now. He got his money when he missed. So here you are. You don't want to work unless you want to do it when you want to do it. You come back from 
the whole mandate. And even though you had spectacular games, there were other games where you were struggling. And literally, he went on the record and was talking about he ain't got his legs. They a little bit tired. Well, what the hell were you doing with all of that time off? It's beyond the pale to ask that question. And then you go out on a Twitter on a Twitter rant and you start spewing this stuff. Why? Because the media who gets paid to cover the sport is asking you about the sport you voluntarily signed up to play, getting paid an exorbitant amount of dollars to play. Half the time you don't show up to work. They point it out. They point out the load that you put on your teammates because of your absence and talk about how that may very well be the reason why you got swept out of the first round. And that is on us. See, when you talk about Keyshawn, a player, and we're talking about, the media's talking about your personal life. I'm down with you, bro. Personal life ain't none of our business. You know me. You know how I roll. Ain't none of my damn business. Yeah. Play. What yeah. you do with your personal life is your business. I ain't got nothing to say about that. Okay? But what you sign up for professionally, what people are professionally assigned to cover, they have a right to sit up there and say, yo, you ain't showing up to work. There's always something with you. There's always something. And so when he goes on a Twitter rant like this, to me, it is an evasive tactic to try to infuse or implement race, beliefs, or whatever into the equation. Ain't nobody going there. All we saying is you are a spectacular talent who is a professional at taking time off. It's 11 years in this league, Keyshawn. He has played 60 games or less seven times. That means in nearly three-quarters of his career, or to nearly two-thirds of his career, this brother takes a quarter of the season off on top of the six months he religiously gets off. It's egregious. It makes no sense. And the fact that he can sit up there and act on a time, at a time when he is swept, home watching the playoffs just like us, not participating, having broomsticks brought to your building, a building you very infrequently show up for, by the way, to sit up there and act like you are a victim and somebody has mistreated you is what I find weak and sad. Talking about? Did you not watch Game Three? Uh, did I, I did watched watch every second, okay. unfortunately, of every game. You, did ahead, you talk. watch Game Five? What are you talking about? A minus four? Well, go ahead. No, your turn. You, you're the man. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Because I'm tired of you cutting me off. I say something, you cut, look at it. Cut go ahead. you off? What are you talking go about? Ahead. Go ahead. I'll follow you up. You, are you serious? Yeah, I'm you're, serious. You're going childish on me? Because you won't let me speak. I just had a question. It's not your I turn I was just reacting. You cut me off all the time. Okay, you can react as okay. you it's your turn. I'll sit over here in the it's corner. Minus. I'll listen to your wisdom. Go. Hi, my name is Tony Fernandez. My pronouns are he and they. And I run one of the content moderation teams here at Twitter. For now. As you all now know, Elon Musk was successful in his takeover attempt of our company, despite the video I made two weeks ago begging him not to proceed. I warned him that it would make everyone here unsafe, and everyone on Twitter just made fun of me. Well, it's not so funny anymore, now is it? 
being at Twitter right now is like living in Ukraine. I now spend most of my day hiding in a bunker in the basement of our building in the event that Elon Musk shows up. He's our Putin. If you're watching this right now and you want to stand in solidarity with Twitter employees, please update your bio with the hashtag I stand with Twitter. And also on Friday, April 29th, please on all your social media, post only a blue square. I'd also like to make a plea to our benevolent politicians everywhere to please intervene. Nancy Pelosi, please do something. Imagine one person who doesn't have the right thoughts having this much control and influence. They could secretly ban one party's candidates. They could secretly turn down their reach and then turn up the reach of something else and the rest of us wouldn't even notice until after the election had passed. I'd also like to respond about some of the more hateful and frequent comments made about my last video. A lot of people kept trolling me, telling me to quit and that I was fired and that Elon Musk is my boss now. Wrong. Just like Donald Trump was not my president, even though he was the president, Elon Musk is not my boss. And people kept telling me I should find another job. But where else am I going to make $220,000 per year plus benefits with only a bachelor's degree in gender studies with a focus on protesting and anti-capitalism? Nobody understands how expensive it is to live in San Francisco. Plus, I have a wife and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's boyfriend to support. People keep telling me to get some sleep. How am I supposed to get some sleep? Would you tell Zelensky to get some sleep? Because it's literally the exact same thing. We are both fighting for our lives. Free speech is a danger to society. And we have been working for many years to save people from themselves. Please make sure to support Twitter by posting the hashtag I stand with Twitter, as well as posting the blue square on April 29th. Twitter lives matter. ready yeah you're brave you're brave for what you say and the fact that you stand up there and say it and i appreciate it i think we all appreciate it actually because there's not a lot of people that have the balls to do it but i want to ask you something a little bit out of the ordinary so prepare yourself <laughs> at this point we're living under a corporate and medical fascism this is tyranny when do we get to use the guns no, and I'm, and, I, and I'm not, that's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? So, no, I, 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 no, hold on. I, I'm, no, stop. Maui, my beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep, 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar, bitches.